And the last thing, the most important piece is we're going to take the North and never give it back. Here's Beal. Lines up deep. Murray! Run inside the five. Justin Fields puts the biscuit in the basket. Snap to Burrow. Looking right, throwing right. It's intercepted. Intercepted by Roquan. On his horse, 40, 30, 20, 10, 5. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Bears. We will play at a high tempo, high effort, attacking physical style, built upon speed, quickness, and explosive athletic ability. That's why I like this podcast, because I get to say my side as a player, and then I get to be on the fan side, too. I watch stuff like leverage and how guys take on blocks and how guys get off of blocks and how guys pursue the ball. When guys cover, do they stay in good leverage? How they cover? Do they always, are they grabby guys, or do they actually use their skills and cover? Remember, we take the red pill around here. When you have an Olin Cruz, I want that guy around my organization. 24-7. Everybody in this chat, everyone that's listening to this, and everyone who's going to listen to this, agrees. It's not something we want to agree with. It's not okay. something that we merit. It's not something we love. It's something that's facts. With the ninth choice in the NFL Draft 2000, the Chicago Bears select Brian Erlacher. Linebacker, New Mexico. New star of the future is middle linebacker Brian Erlacher has done everything for this Chicago Bears defense this year. He's going to continue to be a great one as his career goes on. As a player, just want to be remembered as a good teammate. That's it. I want to be remembered as a guy who would do anything for his teammates, always go above and beyond for you. To the guys who played with me and the guys who played against me, just know how much I respected the game. I feel like I played it the right way. I had fun when I was out there. I respected opponents as well as my teammates and coaches. To the Chicago Bears, I must acknowledge the fans. I never got a chance to say goodbye. The best fans in the world. I hope over my 13 seasons, I made all of you Bears fans proud. Becoming a Bear was like playing for family. And to play my entire career with one team is a testament to the tradition of the Chicago Bears. I know this is due to our founding father, George Hallis. I love everything about football. The friendships, the coaches, the teammates, the teachers, the challenges, the opportunity to excel as a teammate and as a leader. Football has provided me with virtually everything I have in life. It has provided for my children and my family. Not yet, uh-uh. The values, discipline, and respect for others taught me by my mother is reinforced in football. Most importantly, at every level of the game, it was flat out fun for me. I love going to work every day for 13 years. Two pillars of my life are family and football. 
Football, integrated with my love of family, has allowed me to fulfill my vision in life. To do and be my very best, to the best of my ability, at all times. The most coveted position in pro football for a defensive player is to play middle linebacker for the Chicago Bears. Just think about it. The history of this position is unmatched by any other team. Bill George, Dick Buckus, Mike Singletary. And now, I can barely say it, me. Hello, everybody, and welcome, Warwick, JB. How are we doing today, guys? What's up, everybody? I'm Alan. Welcome to Bears fans with a brain. As usual, my sidekicks here, Warwick and JB. JB, you are on mute, my friend, just so you know. <laughs> Get off of that there, buddy. How yeah, we doing back. <laughs> <laughs> right? How are right, we doing I'm today, good. I'm good? pumped. I'm pumped today. I had to dust it off today. I had to dust the helmet off. I don't know why you would be pumped today. I'm not really sure what's going on today. That would be different than any other day. But why don't we just get down to it, guys? So just so everybody knows today, we have a special guest today, one that I think we all know and love. Let's just bring him in already. Our friend, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Brian Erlacher. How are you doing today, sir? Doing great. Hey, just, just so you know, Warwick, the only reason I came on here is because Alan told me you were on the show. Oh, I get, I, no, no offense, Alan, but uh, he said, hey, I do a show with Warwick, and we'd love to have you on. I said, oh, if Warwick's on there, I'll definitely come on. So, I'll take it. I'll take it, B. Yeah, Warwick has a lot of clout with me, so uh, no problem. I'm not even mad. Yeah. <laughs> not we appreciate mad, it. Yeah. yeah. We oh, appreciate like it, man. But so – What's up with you, Brian? Yeah, What's I see going that. on? How have you been? I've been good, man. Just uh, I see I'm in my golf outfit. I play golf quite a bit now. Not good right now. I freaking stink at golf. To, uh, <laughs> I used to be pretty good, and by the last month, I've just been shitting the bed, so it's not good. But uh, <laughs> things are good. My kids are older now. My youngest is, uh, is 16. My son's 16. My oldest is 21. My middle daughter's 17. Just hanging out with the kids and um, – yeah, work. My daughter was born my rookie year. You were, you know, your second year. And now she's 21. She's a junior at KU. It's crazy. My oh, daughter, wow. my daughter is 18, and she's going to LSU this year. Ooh, nice. My son wants to go to LSU. He loves it. Oh, we, we'll that's see. what I was saying. Like, man, time goes fast. But well, before oh. before we get started, I want to get the mushy stuff out the way. Oh, mushy. Well, do we want to bring in our special guest here that we got for Brian? Oh. Bring him on. I say bring him. So everybody doesn't really know about this, but we have another special guest today. Mr. Roosevelt Coleman oh. is here with us today. Oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh man. Rosie. Guys. A family reunion. Wow, this is wow. great. <laughs> I mean, what are What's up, doing? Rosie? What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Always the slow motion guy. <laughs> I mean, Borg, I thought we were we on we on podcast. You live. You got you got you got lag on here. Yeah. <laughs> Sam linebacker. It says Sam linebackers for his name. It doesn't say. <laughs> <laughs> it should say slash third down defensive end. Is what it should say. I changed my picture right here. I knew Rosie was gonna be on. Let me see that. Oh, okay. Coming to America. <laughs> Is that Akeem? Who is that? Yeah, That's Prince Akeem. Akeem. Prince Akeem, yeah. I love it. Oh, I'm sorry for that. Prince Rosie. That's an inside joke. Uh, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Before Lack, I want to tell yeah. you. Well, first, I want to tell Lack, I, I talk to Rosie on Facebook all the time, so I always tell him I'm proud of him. 
Black, because you talked to me on Facebook because you change your phone number every other day. Yeah, I used to. Hey, hold on, work. I used to have his number too, uh, Rosie. And then uh, I went to text him one day and it came back green, and I never heard back from him. <laughs> hey, keep that. That's secrets. That's secrets. Yeah, yeah, you got it, man. All right, Lack. So we had we had Briggs on here before, and I told him the same thing. Like I told, tell him, I'm gonna tell you, I'm proud of you. It was ple- It was like an honor playing with you. Everything you accomplished. Just to know that I was there when it first started. Like, it's just proud of my fellas seeing like the growth. Kids, our kids are growing older. Life, we still kicking. We still, everybody looking good. So I just wanted to tell you, proud of you. I never got a chance to ask. I appreciate that, man. Uh, Yeah, you just, you know, after we we disconnected, I didn't talk to you. I tried to get you to the Hall of Fame, ignored. Um, but <laughs> I didn't invite I didn't invite many people, but I wanted you and Rosie to be there. Rosie, yeah, you came, I, right? You were there. I I definitely was I was there, and I and I believe he was talking to me when he said he was proud of of everything he did. Yeah, he oh, wasn't oh, my bad. He wasn't talking to me. <laughs> oh, you meant you talking no, about football? I'm, By the way, that's the first. You know, I'm that's proud the first of you, time man. I heard my speech since I uh, since I gave it. I can't. I don't like listening to myself talk. I sound like an idiot. So I appreciate y'all getting me all sweaty before you uh, bring me on here. I can't. I can't stand hearing myself talk. Ugh. Oh yeah! Such before a, we get started, Rosie, did I think your son that your son is going to Purdue for basketball? Ooh. Yeah, bro. Uh, nice job, Rosie. Well, Xavier and Nigel are all grown up. They don't even uh, they don't even talk to us anymore. But, uh, <laughs> I got one of those too. Raven is uh, down is- playing volleyball. Yeah. She killed it this year. Miles is Miles is still sixteen, bro. He still got he still got a year left of high school. But uh, I've been blessed, man, to have. Um, you know, them perform the way they perform, you know, athletically and, and given the opportunities that they have had to earn a scholarship. And uh, man, it's just it's been a humbling experience to be a dad, just to sit back and watch. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely proud. So, Rosie, he committed right now as a 16 year old. He committed last year, so his situation was. Y'all want to see Tiff? Tiff just came. Out. She, she don't. Oh yeah. <laughs> she walked. Well, oh, Tiff, I need to see Tiff. She's sixteen. She's gone. Want to see ya? No. So. Uh, I uh, so um, he 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 was um, last year he got recruited by every probably every school in Indiana all the blue bloods in Indiana and then had some other schools outside of that but he just got tired of the process he got tired of talking to coaches and man, good for him and so um, I told him I said man get your list out and figure out you know where you want to go I didn't make the decision for him I, you know, obviously I, I would love to go, see him go to Purdue but uh, he uh, he made a conscious decision and you know, mapped out everything from the school gear that they had to distance to, you know, all that stuff. And it was a similar process we went through with Raven. But, um, man, the kid is 16, and he is – he's different, man. I don't I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe it's that water up there in Waukegan I used to drink. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a good kid, and uh, he's, he's got another year left in, of that's high great. school. But uh, that's what I'm preparing. That's what I told Wart, uh, like, um, this is a live weekend. I know you're a football player, so you don't know basketball terms, but this is a mm-hmm. live weekend here um, in Indianapolis is sort of the mecca of, of basketball. High school basketball, yeah. Big weekend, so you got four games. College coaches can be in town, so I'm, I'm preparing. I got I run a basketball club, and so um, Miles is sort of the marquee kids, but uh, I got about 150 kids that play every weekend, so I'm trying to prepare oh. for that. Oh, I didn't know you like basketball so much, Rosie. Yeah. Man, I love basketball. Well, I know I you're know. not very good at it, but you must be a good coach. <laughs> I, I, I'm very well, good you're at only basketball. Si- you're only 6'1", so it's hard, you know, you, maybe you could jump really good. Yeah, I'm right. not I'm not 6'1", bro. I'm 6'4", and I can dunk the basketball. Not, you can still dunk? <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm the shortest one. I'm the shortest one. Oh yeah, War, Warwick. Yeah, what are you? War, six feet? War, six yeah, one? Yeah, Warwick's six one. Him and Bobby Howard. <laughs> Bobby Howard. Bobby like five nine. Poor guy. All right, so what's up, Black? I had a yes. question. Okay. How how are you feeling since you stopped playing? Like, how do you feel body wise? How are your body feeling? Man, I feel pretty good. I um about five years ago I started mountain biking because I didn't. When I got when I retired, I mean, I, I didn't. My number one thing is I don't want to get fat. That's right. all I cared about was yeah. not getting fat, man. Because you know, there's some guys that go the wrong direction, and right. some guys go the right direction. I want to go the right direction, so I started mountain biking, and that really, I go like six days a week, either on my, the mountain, the the road bike, or the gravel bike, and I two or three hours a day doing that. I don't, I haven't touched the weight in over two years. I don't mm-hmm. care about. I don't have any games coming up, so I'm not gonna reason to lift. Right. Um, and I, my body feels good, man. My knees are good. My lower back gets so damn tight. But I think that's that's like a guy thing. I feel like though. But my, uh, you know, what hurts is no. my wrist. From uh, I dislocated it, and injury, y'all were gone yeah. in 2009. I had that surgery, missed the whole season, and this is mm-hmm. about the only thing that hurts on me. My neck's good, my shoulders are good, so I uh, pretty fortunate when it comes to all that. Mentally, I'm de- decently sharp, not great, but you know, for me, pretty good. All right, what about you, Rosie? Any that hip? How your hip doing? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> hip. Uh, man, the the crazy thing about um, you know my whole situation was you know remember my our rookie year i had that shoulder situation so i'd be out there playing with one arm right. and i didn't get it fixed until lax rookie year and oh no i didn't get it fixed until i left and went to new england you went to new england and got it uh, fixed yeah yeah i got it fixed out there but um so my shoulder still gives me anxiety you know i still don't um like to put it up in the air or lay on it you know, one way or the other but the hip man to, the, to be honest with you my hip is uh is pretty good and that's because I had a partial replacement. I wish I would have done it while I was still playing. Like um I, I would have probably played another four or five years and that was probably my downfall. Just, you know, the 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 burst and the and the stiffness in it that would, you know, get me as I went to the you know second into the halftime and coming back out of the third quarter. But for the most part I'm good. My knees are okay. I'm very fortunate in that area. Um I, I get a, I get a little twinge in my ankle every once in a while, but uh, in my back, but nothing nothing too crazy. I think um, you know them them couple years with with Dale. <laughs> I'll talk about Dale. Kind of set us back I a little bit. Talked to him a couple years ago, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dale, Dale well, was, how do uh, you feel, work? Uh, well, I'm probably the I I probably had the most injuries out of all. Of yeah, them. my knees. You know, mm-hmm. always. Every now and then, I feel the knees, my back and my neck. That's why I retired. You know, I retired. Yeah, the I, neck. I uh, bruised my spinal cord, so it was over. It was a wrap after that. So, really, it's just my back, my knees, and, like, one shoulder. One shoulder always give me a problem. But I got into – my thing to stay fit was I got into CrossFit. I started CrossFit oh. and training. Man, that tears your body up, doesn't it? That's so right. rough on your body. But oh. you got to I do old man CrossFit now. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so I, I That's all right. everything. I don't do like the crazy stuff with the shoulders and stuff. I just do yeah. and do the running and the push up and the body weight stuff. So perfect. There, all I do is body weight no stuff. Way. Yeah. There's no way. Like I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a, a weight room in, in in the house here in Indianapolis. Man, it's dust on that stuff. Man. <laughs> even, the, the most, yep. the most I do exercise-wise now. I used to play in a men's league on Wednesday nights just to give me some running up and down. But the most I do exercise-wise, man, is go up and down the, the four steps to come into the house. <laughs> outside that, bro, I'm chilling, man. man. I take, I take plenty of naps and yeah. <laughs> good. 
I, uh, I like rest. to eat too much, man. If I had to change my diet, if I had to, like, not eat, I would have to – or eat differently, I, I couldn't do it, man. I, that's why I ride my bike so much. So I love food, man. I got to eat. We sound like everything. old man now. A bunch of three old men talking Yes. Now. <laughs> so are y'all 44, 43? I'm 44. Forty-six, damn, twenty-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Well, you what were you like, twenty-one-year-old freshman in college? Yeah. Well, you gotta remember. Well, you don't know, but my birthday is in October, so I know I was already one grade behind when I graduated high school, so I was always older than everybody. So yeah, yeah. And Rosie, you're forty-five, forty-four. I'm out of y'all too. I'm forty-four. I'm forty-four. I got I got that late birthday. I could I could have been a. I could have been in y'all class. Um, I could have been the one. Say? I could have been the one behind me too. Yeah, well, I'm, what, I'm, what a, young, I'm a young forty-three. If y'all don't know, this is what we always did. We always try to outdo each other. Yeah, yeah. I'm younger than you are. Um, I could have been the draft class Absolutely. behind me. <laughs> I could have came out early. All right, <laughs> everything. JB, JB, y'all had a question. I'll let y'all get the. Oh, hey, this is great. We love. I it. only had one thing coming up on this. Um retirement thing we got here brian i had a question for you about this i noticed you're into airsoft uh, now huh <laughs> dude i went for the first time last week our, our our landscape company here in arizona had like a uh a half day where everyone went to the landscape thing i got yeah. tore up i didn't know how to dress so we played paintball back in chicago and i don't know how to yeah, i'd wear a hoodie pants you know i had the best guns uh-uh not at this airsoft thing i went my wife took that picture by the way she thought that it'd be funny to post it. It wasn't that funny to me. But so we went and these dudes tore me up. I got welts on my legs. I got I got shot in the finger. I got a big blood blister on my finger. Uh, but I did put I didn't I was the I called they call it camping out, I guess. I didn't move yeah. around a lot. I stood in one spot and just shot Damn. everywhere. But uh gotcha. I put the people out. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a hot thing right now, but I I've I've been hearing about it all over. I just haven't haven't went out and tried it because I don't like pain that much. I didn't pull any muscles, so it was a good day. Yeah, always a good day. No Achilles, nothing like that. <laughs> there you go. Right. So I have the most generic question ever. Do you all miss football? Oh, nope. Nope. Mr. Checks. <laughs> Mr. Checks. Yeah, I right? miss these. I miss Checks. these idiots right here. I always say I always miss my teammates. Yeah. Miss the locker room. Rosie yeah, yeah. The locker room. Yeah. The, the I trainers, miss, I mean, the, the managers, what, all that stuff. Yeah. Team head, hide. That's where you get. That's where you get the checks. But yeah, I miss the locker room too. Uh, yeah. It was, you know, for uh, for us, it was different just because we all came in so young. Like, you know, we were like me and Wark, our our rookie year was me, him, and Kari in the linebacker room. And it was just like, it was like, why are we here doing what we're doing with Dale Lindsay? This makes no sense. And not just him, but uh, but Keith is like, man, why are you? Why are you yelling the stuff that you're yelling, man? So on, Sean, when special the, teams coach. Yeah, oh, man. man. Over the top. So, <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Over the top. Every Jeez. Day. Uh, so when, okay, now, wait a minute. This is the second that? time y'all said Dale. Enlighten us. I don't know who Dale is. Dale Lindsay was our, he was our linebacker coach. Yeah. But did he coach y'all for three years? I actually was. I, I'm sorry. I was actually with Dale for seven of my nine years. Because you yeah, had no Washington. Washington. <laughs> I, was, I, was with, I was with Dale and Greg Blosh. Oh, you got lucky, man. That's a great coaches. And the D coordinator was Greg Williams. So you could imagine how it was a bunch of Uh, old old school dudes, too. (laughs) Yeah. Man, especially Dale. I actually was with Dale for five in Chicago. Well, no, really, what, three? Because Dale left. Three in Chicago. He left. We all all there with Coach Moeller? We were were there with Moeller that one year. Yeah, Moeller was. No, yeah, I was there with Yeah, you were there one year. It was 2002. 
Yeah, that was the last year. That was that was the year I left. That's when they broke yeah, us up. Um, That's when they broke up the. Yep, yeah, they broke up the. And we were good. We were good, yeah. man. Yeah. And that and that was the that, that was that was the thing that was disappointing to me, just because, like I said, we were young. We kind of made a name for ourselves, you know, with Belak's rookie year with Mike B coming in um, oh. in that class, and then Mike we Green had with our class, yeah, Greeny. It was just. It was just a, it was a younger kind of feel. Yeah, you know, Zoom came in. It was the off class? Before, yep. But, but Peanut came in after I left that 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 2013 year. But for for me, it was it was what we did. It kind of made our name for ourselves, and um, it was it was good times, man. It was it was definitely different when I left and when I went to, you know, New England. It was total opposite. Like the whole, I was the youngest guy in the room. And the guys were four or five years older than me when I went. Dang. I'm like the youngest dude next to, that was above me was uh, was Teddy Bruschi. He had been in the league nine wow. years. So I'm like, this mm, is dang. So that's um, weird. But it, you know, it was uh, it was it was always good times in Chicago. Just I, I, I yeah. never I told somebody the other day about um, now Lack wasn't in on this, but you know our, I think it was our rookie year award where we were, we were like the Rough Riders. Everybody had a motorcycle. We would go down. Yeah. We would. We would go to somebody's apartment, you know, burn willies and and, and burn out in the parking lot. Go downtown, uh, and hit the, uh, mm. the the restaurant, get something to get some eat, get something to eat, and then hit it on the highway and come back home. That was like we were so young, young right. and ignorant. But uh, it was you know that was that was good times in our life. I think that's why I think that's what I say that made us so close. When Lack came in, me and Rosie, we were basically like rookies. We were still trying to yeah. figure out. I feed in the NFL. So when Light came in, it was never no, oh, we the old, we the old guys, and you the rookie, and you our pup. We never, yep. I don't think we even act like you could. Y'all were cool as hell, man. Um, yeah, we never after, act, made you feel like you was a rookie or a pup. You was yeah. like part of us because we was young too. We was just like and, we all want money. We all want to. Yeah. <laughs> get a name. And it was it was, uh, it was refreshing for me because that's how I tried to treat guys when they came in. No matter how old I was, the younger guys came in. I wasn't trying to be a dick. I mean, y'all weren't that way to me at all. You, right. Kari, you, you guys and Kari were never that way. Even Sean and Bernsey weren't, weren't rude to me. And you know, you see some of the other locker, some of the uh, other rooms, the D line room, or the like. They're just rude, or the old line. They're rude to those rookies, man. I feel bad for them. So yeah. I, I, uh, I was fortunate. You guys did not do me like that. And I know uh, Rosie hated me anyway because they gave me his job without having to do <laughs> yeah. anything. Exactly. <laughs> Stepped on the field as a starter. But I lost exactly. it real quick. R- Rosie took it back real quick, so it didn't hey, matter. I just, you know, like, like I tell people all the time, if if there was no me, the better linebacker there would be no you. Why, why is your name yeah. keep changing? How do you do that? I changed it. I changed it early. Just <laughs> next to my phone. <laughs> <You said, laughs> <laughs> 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 Stop paying this to my phone. I was like, wait hey, a minute. I, I, already, Lack, I already told this story about when Lack got drafted. And you came for training camp, and they made you play Sam linebacker. Oh. And me and Rosie was looking at each other like, "Man, who is this skinny?" <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was so skinny as a rookie. Dude, I was like, like two forty. First round, like this that, dude that is was, terrible. That that was back when they used to make us all go to the little draft thing, and they made us go to the draft thing. I'm like. They just drafted Jack on linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell is this guy? Yeah. Oh, man. They played safety. I was like, you played safety. Exactly. Did you know he was gonna be a linebacker? Because we know you at New Mexico being a safety. Well, so I knew I was gonna. Be, I, knew I, I was too big. I was too big to be a linebacker or to be a safety. I was too. You know, I, the draft I was two fifty eight at the combine or whatever. So I was too too big to be a safety. But I could, you know, decently good feet, but just not big enough or too too big to to be a safety. Yeah. 
and Lap was Lap was getting killed in sound battle. Yeah. Oh, it was, terrible! It was, it was horrible. Because he didn't have he didn't have hands. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't used to we're using his hands. So at the end of the day, I was like, yeah, put him at Sam. And, I, and, and I'll take his Beat him out. Make him a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Him. Hey, man, what if Barry didn't get hurt against Tampa in, in that second yeah. game? No, it was, it was Minnesota. Minnesota. I told him the story. No, I, Tampa game. It was Minnesota beat us the first Minnesota. game. He got hurt. No, no. no I didn't. He, got, he got hurt in Minnesota because he fell on his butt in the dome, on the in the right. end zone. Okay. And that's when you came in to, for like a series or whatever. I played nickel. No, I played third down. I was a nickel. Um, Mike Backer, no matter what. And then Tampa, he got okay. hurt in the second quarter, and Greg was like, Go play Mike. I was like, huh? Well, I, it goes, just run run to the football, treat it like it's third down, and just go to the football. That. And it that was, was it, man. Yep. That's what we I think that's what we was like. Uh, okay. Now we see. Found that's the position. Like, man, this dude gotta have some black in him. No way like it all the way white. After that, oh, it was over. I do say I remember that. I said that on the podcast that once Lack moved the mic back and got to run and got to play that middle, it was over after that. Yeah, I figured, I figured it out. <laughs> it was like it was over after that. But we were yeah. we, like we we were good together. Us three were good. Even Rosie on third down with him rushing the passer. That we didn't we didn't come off the field. That was right. nice because yeah. all three of us were on the field the whole time. Man, I tell people all the time it was like that was the the most funnest uh, funnest two three years of my career just because it was. Because I had guys out there that are my boys. Now, I'm really good friends with Brew and Brable and all those guys out there in New England just because, you know, yeah. obviously the, the experience and success we had. But, man, I just think back to the times where, you know, all the stuff we did, specifically on the field, in that in that 2001 season when it really was our season. And we Mike Brown. On the map. Oh, man. It was just – Back-to-back weeks. Know. The leg room. Oh, yes. Wow, boy. (laughs) So that place was good until like 2004 for me. Y'all disappeared, but I was still around. I shoot 06 even. We went to the Super Bowl. It was still still good. I think Um, the the 01, sorry, like the 01 season we made it special was because like every position room, we all was just like brothers. Like everybody got along. Yes. We worked hard. We didn't. The linebacker room didn't have a choice because Dale was gonna make us work. Yeah, that's what made our yeah. game so easy as a linebacker. Dale practices was he used to. We used to have to be. Remember, we used to be out there like what twenty minutes before practice. Yeah, um, and we'd be hitting the bags, the, the stupid little. That's why my wrist hurts right now. I'm hitting them damn pads, but he shouldn't have been hitting. But man. he was a good coach, man. You know, uh, every coach you learn something from. I felt like in my career, they something different from all of them. Definitely appreciate all of them. That's for sure. Yeah. I ne- I never forget me and Ward. This was our rookie year, and we walked in the locker room after like a couple of practices, and we looked at Barry and then Sean, and all. We was like, "Man, ain't no way I'm playing more than three years. I'm retiring at this time." <laughs> <laughs> it was just so hard. He had out there running heels and stuff. I'm like, somebody. I said, "This has got to be illegal. What we doing, man? They killing us out here." It's, it's illegal now. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we we how long have we play these? We play like thirty years. Yeah, yeah that's what I said. These dudes run man, out here, run out here, to, and he putting the pads on after week five. Like, what is, what is that? You got to like, remember, people don't remember that. Right. We, we uh, training camp. Place was terrible. We, you know what? Bourbon A wasn't that bad. Rosie, you weren't there yeah. at all, were you? Bourbon A? Were you there? One I, year? I, I, went, I went there your last year. Oh, two. Oh, two. Yeah. That place was good. It turned out they had a lot of good food spots there compared to. Uh, Platteville, at least. Yeah, Platteville. Can I ask a question to both of y'all? Yeah. This is what I want to know. Since both of y'all got to play in the Super Bowl, 
I'm, I'm not going to rub that in. Mm. <laughs> that was a sore spot for me that I was the only one out the group that didn't at least get to the Super Bowl. Look at Rosie. What, see? What is that? <laughs> what you got? Two, you got two or three rings, Rosie. He's got <laughs> I have I have two two championship rings and one runner up. Let's let's keep moving uh, through the podcast. Go ahead. Yeah, so, look at it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me, what as players and being on those teams that went to the Super Bowl, what was the one factor that y'all could say like when y'all that made y'all like Super Bowl worthy teams? Like what could y'all pick out like pinpoint something that made like y'all knew? Not that y'all know, but like yeah, epic or how y'all camaraderie. Like what made like what made those special teams that make it to the Super Bowl? Well, we didn't have Tom Brady, so that for us it's going to be you know Ro- Rosie's got an easy answer. Yeah, we know right? that they had they had we know they had TB twelve. You're not you're not you weren't excited about Rex. You don't have to answer that question, Rosie. We are that was a shot. Well, but for us, man, I think. We had a. I mean, we always felt like we're going to win the game no matter what the situation was. You know, that year we went to the Super Bowl, we were down, I think, 23 to 3 at halftime to um, to the Cardinals. And at halftime, Lovey comes in there, we're going to win this game. Olin says, we're going to win this game. Damn straight. We went out the we, second half, we ended up winning the game. We didn't score a touchdown on offense, but we won the game. Mm-hmm. Just, I, I feel like we, that team would never thought we were going to lose a game. We, we didn't win the Super Bowl, obviously. We played like crap on defense in the Super Bowl. We gave up 440 yards. To the Colts that game. Everyone wants to blame Rex. You can blame our defense if you want to blame somebody. Not you Rex. Should have called me. I, you should have called me. I could have told you how to beat. Uh, how to beat? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, you you yeah. did it. No, y'all. Did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we, once again, we didn't have TB12, so it was tough. Um, but I think they played. I think the uh, Colts might have played y'all the week before they played us. Yep, yep, yep. You're right. we, we lost in the uh, we lost in the and I was so geeked. I was, I said, that was the AFC championship. Oh, y'all would have played yeah. us, Rosie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, oh man, I would have burned a hole. In, I think for us on our side, like what I got to experience in New England was just um, was totally different than in Chicago. Um, I'd say. If I could have taken T Med and Hyde and the equipment equipment guys to New England, it'd have been the perfect situation because that was a little rough. But from a from a standpoint of how Bill and Mr. Kraft and Pioli prepared every day, um, it was just you know it was it wasn't it wasn't John Shoop, you know what I'm saying we wasn't you know out there throw the ball to Marty you know in the same spot every single time. 146 you know, times yeah, a game. Or run a run a run a run a, a, a train up the middle. Something stupid, yeah. yeah. So you know, for for to go to to go to New England, it was there was a lot of football stuff going on. Like I I went out there, I mean they literally had in the newspaper the next LT right. And I'm out there geeked. I go to I go to minicamp. I run off the ball because you know in Chicago, typically when I was off the ball, I was playing you know a regular off the ball linebacker. But then when I moved up on the ball, it was typically a blitz. Right. So in my mind, I was like, man, I'm ready to go. I'm standing up on the ball every time. So it was yeah. a run play. I was just taking off. So in so in mini camp, I was just blazing off the line. I'm 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 leading the team in tackles for losses in mini camp. You know, <laughs> we, had, we had helmets and, and shirts and t-shirts. I'm just rolling off the ball. And Bill pulls me to the side and says, Hey man, you can't do that. I said, I can't do what? He said, You can't just run up the field like that. And I'm like, bro, like what did you bring me here for? And literally I learned you know, as it evolved, um, but I was there to be a decoy. Like they paid me all that money, and I literally was, wow. literally was a decoy. And, I, and I'm not, and, I, and it wasn't a bad thing. But that's that's what happens when, that's what happens when when Bill takes a guy that's a, a, a unique free agent or has a unique skill set. 
he'll bring them out there and know that the offense is going to try to key on like Randy Moss, you know, mm-hmm. a guy like that on offense. And I'm not trying to compare myself to the greatest of all time, but at the end of the day, when you have somebody that is really good at something, he'll use them to draw one or two and then bring yeah. something from the other side. Um, like I dropped in coverage more in New England than I did in Chicago. <laughs> and my sack totals went down. Yep. But again, it was for the betterment of the team. I think that's what I saw. The difference was the game plan um, was always A1. We never thought that we would ever be out of a game because we didn't have a good game plan. We either were going to beat ourselves or somebody was just going to really be, I would say, lucky, but just they was on their, their P's and Q's that day. Yeah. Um, the locker room was a highly accountable locker room. Everybody held everybody accountable. Like, it wasn't no, it wasn't no Olin Cruz lifts. You know what I'm saying? You coming in whenever you want to lift. Um, <laughs> when you, you know, you stand over on a stretch machine with Russ or, or Biggie. You know, it was it was a lot of um, guys showing up at 6 a.m. in the morning. And when they show up at 6 a.m. in the morning, they getting their workout. And if you show up at 6:45 before the team meeting, they gonna ask you when you walk in the door. You just now getting here? And that was the that was the the room that you were in. So there was a lot of pressure just to be a part, just to make the roster, you know what I'm saying? Not not to be a starter, just to make the roster. And if you weren't good enough, right, Bill rotating you out and putting somebody else out there on the field, you make one mistake to them, that costs the game. That's the end of the game. That, and to potentially, realistically, that's the, that's the season. You got to think about how many matches that we beat the Colts or, or beat a team to go to the AFC Championship or to get home field advantage. And that's a huge advantage. And so um, that cost you – know, I didn't get to play you lack in the Super Bowl because yeah. we lost earlier in the year. We had to go to Indianapolis. Um, I was sick that game. I, I started off hot. But I, ended up, I ended up cramping up. Um, and at halftime, I, I mean, at halftime, I had to, I had to go back in uh, and came out late. They had a kid named Tully Beth Kane that, you know, replaced me out there. But mm-hmm. Peyton ate us up in the rest yeah. of history. Yeah. Well – I'm glad I lost to him and not Tom Brady. Tom is a really good dude, man. Oh, I love Tom. No, hey, hey, Rosie, Tom's the man. I I have high respect for him. He's a great dude. I'm just saying. He got seven. Seven rings. Yeah. Yeah. He's lining up for an eight. We're we're just – everyone's just – we're all jealous of him. That's what it is. All of us guys who don't have one, we're jealous. And I've said that ever since I retired. We're all jealous of, of what he's been able to do and still do it. Yeah, you know, you remember that? You remember remember the two thousand two year we played the Patriots pre-season. in Champagne? Yeah, no, no, it wasn't oh no, during, it was yeah, regular we season. Had, we had them beat. Yeah, and our dub, which I need, I need, I don't know if y'all have seen our dub. I need our dub's phone. I just need to. Talk I haven't seen dub in forever. I haven't talked to dub. Right. Okay. So our dub, David Patton hit uh, beat our dub in the back of the end zone for that toe tap touchdown. Yep. Um, and I and I never forget that game because before I met Tom in person. I said, man, this dude is the cockiest dude I've ever seen in my life. I can't stand him. And the first time I met him, he bet me $1,000 um, that I couldn't – well, it was a $500 bet. And so, you know, I, I didn't get my fix of not gambling after I left Chicago. So, first time I – The first time I get to New England, we go to the bubble – and the quarterback is in there throwing into this, you know, the little, little square net with the hole with the, mm-hmm. with the with the holes in it, or whatever. And he's standing like ten yards, and I walk around like, man, ain't you supposed to be, you know, the, the man? Like, you should probably back up to at least twenty or thirty yards. <laughs> and he looks at me like, you want you want to you want to put some money on it? I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he said he said he said 
I'll give you 500 if you make it from 25 yards. And if I miss, you get you get another 500. Mm. Man, I I stood there and I put it in and it went right in the, right in the, right in the hole. 500 bucks. Boom. I'm ready to go. And so it's now double or nothing. He misses. So he owes me $1,000. Dude, pay me the next day and a thousand ones all in my locker. Wow. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. The dude works. He works at his craft. That's why he's yep. been in the game so long and, and has been as successful as he is. So we're the same draft class, Rosie. Yeah, <laughs> same draft class. It's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Rosie. You know what? You know what? We probably we probably should have let you go to New England. And we should have pulled Tom to Chicago. No, no, no. I'm I'm pretty happy. I'll take my zero rings but playing Chicago. I'll take my zero rings and stay in Chicago, buddy. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm good. Any day of the week. Rosie, a mutual friend said to tell you hi. Randall Marquise Lane. Oh, man, what Randall Lane doing? You know Randall Lane. Still playing flag football? Ooh. Lane, night train lane, what we used to call Randall. He needs to sit down somewhere. Uh, <laughs> tell him I say hello. Uh, <laughs> sit down somewhere. Yeah, sit down. All right, so do y'all keep up? Y'all keep up with the Bears? I do uh, not watch much at all. Um, oh, war. really? I'm living AZ, man. I, I, we don't get their games there. I'm not looking around, oh, when do the Bears play? I don't look. I, if they're on TV and, I, and I'm home, I'll, yeah. I'll watch it, but I'm not like searching for their games or anything like that. I don't know. Um, yeah, I was I'm, like, I'm a, I'm a, like I'm a football fan. I stopped but... playing. Like, I just yeah like, football and just start living life and spending time with my daughter. And now yep, I, got same. Back, I got back into the Bears football. But I was going to ask yeah. you. Oh, you go, Rosie. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to ask both of y'all, like, what do y'all think about the Bears changes and what's going Like, if y'all know what, like, the Bears changing GMs and coaches and so I know since they fired Lovey, they haven't been very good. That's what I know. <laughs> and, hold, on, hold on. I'm going to go all the way back to Jerry Angelo. Since they fired Jerry Angelo and then Jerry fired Lovey, <laughs> they, have not, they have not been that good. So oh, that's all man. I'm going to say, man. 100%. I don't know. Like BG the, said that. The carousel has been kind of weird since then. They hired that, that dude that was a, a scout guy as their GM. And then it's yeah. been downhill since then. Uh, Emery, yeah. terrible so, decision. Yeah. So, yeah. what's the difference from from like whenever whenever you guys play like what like twenty years ago now, as opposed to now? Because like us as fans, Brian, I mean, we've lost faith in this whole ownership group now. Like there are people calling for heads here. So I'm not going to blame my ownership. I mean, there has to be some accountability by the players. The players have to play. You know, they got to make plays. They, they spent a lot of money on certain guys on that team and some, some of them didn't play cause they were hurt. So it's hard to make up for that. The things that I don't like, you know, I don't like trading up for a guy like they trade up for Mitch. I didn't agree with it. I like Mitch. I didn't like to trade up for him. And then you give him three or four years and get rid of him. And you go trade up for another quarterback and do the same thing. You know, I just, yeah. I don't understand what you're trying to get at because like talent wise, they're probably pretty, pretty much equal. Um, but I, I just don't understand what, what they're trying to do because you trade a whole bunch to go up one spot, which you probably didn't have to do, to get Mitch. Mm-hmm. And then you cut him. And another thing, Kyle Fuller, first-round draft pick, they drafted him. They released him after he played great. I just don't get – like, it's hard to get first-round draft picks to actually produce. Yeah. And I know because I've seen it. And then you get ones that actually produce, and you don't keep them. I just yeah. – I don't understand that. Or players that Kyle produce Fuller. that you draft. I think Kyle Fuller was, was really kind of the fact that Ryan Pace just kept – he just kept kicking the can down the road with him. He, he owed him $20 million on his last year. They weren't paying him that money, man. Like, yeah. I don't see anybody paying a corner that much money. I think the yeah. guy in uh, L.A. makes that money. The guy number five, he makes a lot Jaylen of money. Jalen Ramsey. 
Rams yeah, is he makes a little a lot different than Kyle Fuller, though, Brian. Why is he different? Oh, because he got beat three times. Because, I mean. He played great in the Super Bowl. I remember watching that game. He did. He did a good Super Bowl, yeah. Not. That's the lack I remember. I'm yeah. telling you. I can't go argue. No, Jalen Ram- that's my son's favorite argue player, Jalen Ramsey. He's a, yeah. he's a, like Jalen Ramsey. I'm sorry. He's a badass. Jalen Ramsey's a badass, but he makes 20 million. So there's some corners that make 20 million bucks a year. Yeah. So I'm getting yeah. Maybe not Kyle. Yeah. I, I like Kyle. That's why I like. I just don't like the getting rid of your first round picks when they're so yeah. hard to get to produce. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I, I don't I didn't I don't really keep up or didn't really keep up with you know with the team that much. I know there were a lot of changes. I, I think because of you know my my four years there and out, and then I spent the next six in New England, it was mm. less relevant for me just because mm. there was just more. So I'm almost like the, the stepchild uh, in the New England Patriots organization. They like they acknowledge me, but they don't acknowledge me. And then with the, with the Bears, I had success, and, uh, and I kind of moved away. So it was like, okay, hey, Rosie, how you doing? But um, I think from afar – uh, I just, you know, just watch the struggles. And I think the common denominator is who is making the calls or the, you know, calling the shots when it comes to who is the GM and who is the, the head coach. Um, I think if they, they, you know, in hindsight, they probably look back on it and say, you know, we probably could have kept Lovey. I think if you look at the organizations that have been successful a long period of time, they had the same head coach and the same person as sort of the general manager, like the Patriots, like the, the Saints, yep. um, you know, those, Steelers. Types, those, those deals. Yeah, the Steelers. And I, I think, you know, sometimes when you try to please a fan base too much, you you end up uh, where, where the Bears are right now. I think they're – I think they're in a, a, a you know, rebuilding spot. Mm. So, you know, it, it's, I think it, it they're, see, they're, are they they're really pleasing for... us, though? They're not really pleasing us. Like, like I would like to say those people in those decision-making positions need to come to you guys. Hey, what do we need to keep this going? What do we need to make you guys motivated? Because you're the guys producing. Yeah, but what do we know? I mean, we're, you talking about as we're playing? Well, yeah, because you, I mean, come on, you just mentioned it. Like, well, not I mean, this they guy, don't care. Oh, they don't, they don't care. Yeah. JB, they don't care about what we no. think. It's, it's, oh, uh, they, they run the show. I mean, I'm sorry, at, at that organization, they don't care. Some, some places they might, but there, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what we think or what we, you know, our thoughts don't matter. It, we're players, right. we work for them. That's the way it is. And I, and I think that that's what I got to experience when I went to New England. It was not a, they not asked, well, you know, I take that back. Bill came to me in stretch lines one day and said, "Hey, we think about trade for Ted Washington. What do you think about him?" I said, "Hell yeah, yeah get Big Ted. Yes, out here. get him." Right, and I, then and literally, literally the next day they said, "Hey, we might be bringing Keytrail." I said, "Hey, man, we gonna stop the run because them dudes yep. do they, I said that, that's why that's why Lack and, and Ward can we get Lack to to play behind? Yeah. Him? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, look at the success rate. You know, my like body, boys, my body. Those dudes are great. <laughs> Yeah, here's were. the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Bill is an encyclopedia of football, so I don't think the Bears yeah. had that type of person that was that was calling the shots in that in that in that in that sort of that manner or demeanor. So I think you know there was a lack of because I, again I went to the Texans uh, for for like three months mm-hmm. and I said. I said, this is this is even more asinine than being in Chicago. Like, what I don't know what y'all are doing, bro. Wow. I said, I said, why would I, so so I I hate to even tell this story. I went to I went to Houston on a guaranteed three year deal. Mm-hmm. They brought me in to be a pass rusher opposite uh, Mario. Uh, what's it? Williams. Mario Williams. Mario Williams. Mario Williams. Right. So, I, but I'm coming <laughs> off a foot injury, right? I'm coming off a, a broken foot injury for the for the previous year. But they brought me in to be a pass rusher. This is what they do in practice. All right. So because it's hot. You know, the morning practice is typically 
it's either morning or afternoon practices indoor. One of them is indoor. Yeah. So the practice that I would participate in because I'm not a uh, I'm not a run stuffer guy, right? They didn't ask me to come play Sam linebacker or anything like that. They said literally, you're gonna be the pass rusher, third down guy. That practice was always indoors in in hats and t-shirts. Mm-hmm. So they wanted me to pass rush somebody in a hat and a t-shirt and, and literally a dude got his nose broke in a pass rush drill blood dripping everywhere i'm like man i ain't going i ain't going out there and be doing nothing this crazy stuff so i'm just chilling <laughs> oh, Rosie, yeah. i remember I, Bro, told, I told you rosie you did you sure did i told you they, they, they guaranteed the contract though they guaranteed like, rosie, yeah you got it yeah guaranteed sign me up they're gonna count on so you listen, to be mr everything i told Bro, you listen 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 what happened we go we in meetings they they making calls i'm like this is crazy man do y'all hear what y'all saying Y'all telling me, y'all telling me to, to feel, and there's no, there's no help on the outside. That doesn't make any sense. That's not even real football, yeah. man. We went my last game. We played the Saints in New Orleans, and the GM at that time came to me and said, "Hey, man, you got want to see what you can do tonight?" I looked at him like, "Man, are you kidding me? What you talking about? See what I can do tonight? Like, I ain't practice. <laughs> I ain't. They, they ain't even give me no reps all season." <laughs> Tell me the last piece of game, we're gonna see what you can do. Now I'm saying, man, y'all got to be kidding me. They cut me after that game, right? They cut me after that game, and I said, Lord, this is I can't, I, I need to go back to Chicago if I'm doing if they doing doing ignorant stuff like this. It was just people just don't, people don't, I say, I say people, fans don't understand. I don't know who dog it is, but they need to tell that dog to be quiet. That's my, that's, that's, a, that's nacho. Sorry, man, I can't get told him he's outside barking at the chickens. No. <laughs> That's Fans Nacho Libre, right? Yeah. That's my guy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Fans don't understand uh, what what real – I'd say the calculations of what making a team, putting a team together, getting the right guys, and even even not just the right guys, the right coaches in place to give you an opportunity to be successful. And if you trick that off as an organization, right, you let guys go or fire them, then that's on you. Yeah. JB, one thing I, I I talked about, you know, the organization or the people asking us what we thought about whatever. Lovey yes. did that. L- Lovey would come to us and be like, hey, uh, cover two this week. What do you think about this? We're going to make some changes. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? What does Lance think? Maybe y'all can give us some input on certain situations. What would be good to help you guys do better or our defense? You know, when it comes to that stuff, that Lovey would always come to us. Like Coach Babbage would always come talk to us. And whatever we thought would help us play better, they, they would put it in, you know, they, they would do anything to help us play faster or, or make it easier on us. So they did, the coaches definitely did that for, for the, our sake. Cause they were good, smart coaches. It's so simple in, in the, in the lay eye, because now I feel always, we, like I said, we always take the red pill around here. A GM is trying to prove his mark as being the smartest person in the room. I'm going to find that gym. I'm going to find that next superstar, whatever. But again, success breeds success. So 10 and 6, and you let Lovey go like that. That's smart. It was terrible. It was a horrible decision. They hired, they fired Jerry the year before. And then, they, they, like I said, they brought in the other guy, and he he didn't like Lovey for some reason, or he didn't like the way he was. He didn't, he didn't like winning, I think. That's why Emory, he got rid of Lovey. Yeah. He didn't like yeah, winning. He had Mark Trussman after that, Brian. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyway, so Canadian. That's, that's Who was there? Come on, man. I wasn't and they had there. Bruce I didn't Arians in the room too. They had Bruce Arians. Yeah, he was the there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
passed him up yeah. for a Canadian football league. Yeah, it's too smart. B.A. knows too much Way football too to be coaching for that guy. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. Mm, frustrating, so, man. We got to take a quick commercial break, guys. But you guys all right to stay a little longer? Yeah, I'm good. Just a little talk. Yeah, let me you know. Let me, Rosie's a busy guy, so. Go ahead. We gotta go. Break, man. I just, I just carry change over some with. donuts or something, and maybe some, uh, some cakes, cupcakes. Oh, what are you doing? I don't know. Take them out of the oven. I am not on a diet. <laughs> so we're gonna take a quick commercial break. We're gonna hear from our new sponsor, Fozzy Football. Fozzy Football, are you ready, brother? Real football action on a glossy game surface, played shuffle style. Slide a shuffle puck at pass or run target. And a free mobile app keeps track of every game detail. Easy to learn, but this game of skill is difficult to master. Take care of the ball, or turnovers will kill your drive. The game is guaranteed to get your competitive fire burning, and it's perfectly sized to take anywhere. The park, a barbecue, your next tailgate, or fun at home on game nights. Fozzie football is simply the best. Most realistic and competitive game of football available anywhere. Add defense when your skill improves and take the game to the next level. The perfect mix of fast action and real football drama where a last second Hail Mary can break hearts or make champions. And that was a word from our sponsor, Fozzie Football. Guys, if you want to know more about this game, go to Omnibron.com. Use the promo code BEARSFANS with a brain. You get a nice little bonus of 10% off. So, guys, let's get back to it. I don't know what happened to Rosie. He just went silent. He'll be back. He'll get snacked. <laughs> He'll be back. He went, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to knock him out for a minute. So, yep. Brian, um, we have boatloads of questions for you, obviously. Tons of go for it, man. here, man. So, yep. I'm going to try to backtrack real quick quick and get to some sorry of nachos going crazy out there man oh, sorry go ahead so you've got chickens we got two donkeys too many donkeys too many cows uh oh, five chickens and then those <laughs> that little asshole nacho and two other dogs yeah we live in a we live in an unincorporated area here in, in arizona like there's no okay. hoas and we have an acre so nice. we can do whatever we want it's great gotcha. beautiful nice. fun yeah we actually live in town too but my girlfriend's a big chicken fan too. She's got like six chickens. Like she built her own chicken coop out back. She's got like oh, a big got, ass, big rooster that's named Dumbledore. He's yeah, we got massive. well. So we got we got five chickens and they lay eggs, which is phenomenal. We yep. got them every day. But Fresh so we have eggs. we got we thought we were getting we thought we were getting five girl chickens and we got some Samantha who's not a girl. <laughs> so Samantha's a dude. You'll have that big as hell. <laughs> that's what happened to ours too. He's yeah, not a rooster, is he? Which is one. Oh, he's a rooster. He's a big oh, ass yeah. mean rooster too. Like charging leg, everybody, boy. trying to peck the dogs. He's a bad dude. <laughs> he oh, may get God. dropped off somewhere pretty soon. I'm not sure. <laughs> That's what I keep telling my girl about mine too, man. It's, it, he's it's mean. all day from 6 a.m. to 6 at night. Right and we got a Teddy the cow who just like the other day I was feeding him. I turned my back and he ran me in the back and lifted me off the ground. <laughs> You got a cow. What? <laughs> oh, we got two cows. Two, two of the, their minis. Uh, one's like four, 450 pounds, and one is, uh, I think Sophie's like 300 pounds, and she's cute. 450 is mini? Yeah. Well, two cows are big. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's looking at me right now, like staring at me, like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> I see him just making eye contact with me. He can probably hear my voice. Me. Feed me. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, he's a real dick. Anyway, go so, ahead. You guys a football question. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. There's all good, man. All good. So we had one from our friend uh, Jason Boivis here. He asked what your singular most satisfying hit you ever laid on someone was. Oh, yeah, man. So, so my rookie, yeah, my, <laughs> nah, I took more than I gave. My rookie <laughs> year, uh, man, we played the Colts work um, at in Chicago. We were they had the ball um, a two minute drill. You but they had motion and put you at Mike and I went to Will. So you had the middle read. And uh, E.G. Green ran across the, the bottom of the – like a little crosser, and I was sitting in the hook, and Peyton let him. And I, I put my helmet under his chin, which if, if he did now, it would be a 300-week yeah. suspension. But yeah, back yeah, then it was year. legal. And he – I mean, did I, yeah. you, you know when you hit someone where you hit him and you can feel like you got him, that's – it felt good then. I had another one against Larry Allen in 2006 Ooh. on a screen. I same foot, same foot, same shoulder, Larry. And Larry fell back. I was like – I'm the greatest football player of all time. <laughs> I just hit Larry Allen and he fell down. And that was my guy because I was a Cowboys fan growing up. So I was like, I hit Larry Allen. I'm the greatest. That's it. I'm tiring. Nice. But, yeah, th those two probably uh, – the Larry Allen was a, was more solid because Larry's a big dude. Yeah, he is a big dude. Can I bring uh, one to your attention? So, yeah. You actually got fined for this one, Adrian Peterson. I got fined for hitting Adrian Peterson? 2012. You, you popping good. 2012. He probably 2012. That. that was my last year. I don't think I hit anybody that year. Did I even play that year? I got paid, <laughs> but I don't, I don't think I do. Man, I don't remember that. I didn't know. You, was played, still... you played until the Seahawks game whenever they yeah, had I pulled my, uh, I pulled Russell my Wilson's big like my... coming out party. I pulled it right in the guys. in the fourth quarter there. Yeah. Um, damn, I, I don't remember, remember that, that hit, JB. He said it. He remembered. JB remembered. He just said it. y'all beat the Vikings. You know, I when I say I'm bare down, I'm. Yeah, You know it. Yeah, I believe you if you say it. Yes, yeah. Um, our buddy CJ huh. asked for Brian and Warwick, asked what your favorite game that you played together was. Ooh. I used to love when we played the Packers, of course. Oh, yeah, I, for sure. I used to love when we – remember in that oh, during that time, there he is. Tampa Bay used to be in our division. I used to love yep. playing Tampa Bay. Yes. Yes. All sided. Game sickles. <laughs> Those games so, just used to be so great games. My my favorite game. Uh, we played San Fran a lot too. Work my first couple. I think we played my first two or three years together. Yeah, we did. The game where we beat him in overtime, where Mike Brown returned that touchdown, man, that was unbelievable. And then the next week yes. he did it again versus Cleveland. But yes. that game was yeah. fun because I was we played like. Game. Were you? Oh man, we should not have won that game. That's for no. we, we yeah, throw yeah, the hell. So many people left. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, wait a minute, hold up. Yeah. James Allen catches a hell mary there, and then uh, you know whatever happened, we get the onside kick, and then. Then Mike Brown picks it off again over time. But those two games, that'll never happen again in NFL history. Back-to-back no. touchdowns and overtime to win football games. That'll never happen again. I, the I odds are that. astronomical. That oh, it's got to be happening. crazy. Keep like, Trailer running back that interception. Oh, Jacksonville. That was beautiful. Jacksonville. That was great. <laughs> that was we the division. We wanted he was yeah. trying to hand the ball off to somebody. You guys, zoom. Like, you guys tried, pushing him. They tried to no, get the Zoom. Zoom. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom trying to take it is the reason why he didn't score because Zoom was trying to get the ball. He didn't score. He didn't score. He didn't score. No, he fell down. Like, 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 yeah. yeah, that was all Zoom. I tell Zoom about that all the time. Like, man, stop being so selfish. Get out the way, man. <laughs> Let the man eat. Let the man eat. Yep. Definitely. Man, we had so many games playing the Vikings. That's when they had Randy Moss. Randy, Chris, Chris Carter. Carter was there in my rookie year. Uh, Dante Culpepper. Dude, they were good. Oh, oh Robert remember, Smith, remember, my rookie year. I forgot I about that. I remember that year. Damn. I remember I remember Chris Carter. We, we, we that's when we I think it was your oh. 
That's when Barry got hurt. I think that's when Barry got hurt. But I made a play. Oh, we, we played him on Monday night. We played we played the Vikings on Monday night. Was, we played well. First, my first game was at Minnesota. My rookie year, we played him Monday. But that night was Monday night. Season. I think I think it was, it was I think it was your it was your second year. Yeah, I had two sacks played, that game. We, yeah, we played the we played the Vikings on Monday night. We was talking mad trash, and Chris Carter <laughs> hit me with. Man, who are you? Let me go back in the huddle over here. Hey, the best thing is when, when you get older, it's like, hey, turn around so I can see what your name is. What, what's your name again? What, who are you? Why are you talking to me? going to learn today. <laughs> yeah, we used, to, we used to have fun, man. We used to run to the ball. Yeah. We did with hey, Barry Minnie was a beast, though. I like Barry Minnie. Barry was a stud. <laughs> was I like that Barry. dude helped me so much, man, because it, like there was no ill will towards me whatsoever. Rico. Rico <laughs> oh, Rico was violent. That dude had some great hands. That was a good he was number 54 before I was, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, you know, Rico's uh twin brother lives here, and that was his daughter went to, to play volleyball here in the city. Yeah. Uh, we, I used to see his brother all the time. Yeah. Rico McDonald. I didn't play with Rico. That, that was just a transition. Remember, that was just a yeah. transition. They they drafted yeah. me and Rosie, then you came and they just moved them out and we became the next. Yes, so, they, got, they got young and like, they got rid of Rosie. You left Rosie, they drafted Lance Briggs, like I tell that story. <laughs> and when they left, when they drafted Lance Briggs, I was like, yes, so. It's been real. We can his realtor because I already know how this works. Yeah. Like, Speaking of that, I practicing. I was like, yeah, I already know what's going to happen. Lance Briggs yeah. is the real I, deal. He was out there laying on the wall. I'm still trying to get back the money from that townhouse I had there in Waukegan. Yeah, we live, me and Rosie live by each other basically the whole time. Like, yeah. we can always walk to the house. We always live that close. A- apartment and the condo. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful thing. Was you here, Lack? No, that was our rookie year. Lack, you were there. When I crashed my car, the first snowstorm. Was <laughs> yeah. Oh, I heard about it. My, my, I heard y'all talking about it. In the front of the house. Hold on. Listen, 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 listen. I told this dude. I said, hey, man, you cannot, you cannot keep that Lexus here in Chicago. It's going to snow, bro. You're going <laughs> to. I said, first of all, you got. I said, first of all, it's electric, so it's not four wheel drive. I said, two, you got low profile tires on there. What I like when when it, it's snow up here, lake effect snow, you get a foot, two feet in like ten minutes. What did I you say? You won't listen to me. You won't listen to me. <laughs> Crash. Man, man, I, we uh, I don't know what happened, but Ward wasn't there. He wasn't at the team. He wasn't at the special team league, and. Uh, I Lance think at the practice, everybody crashed. was driving out. His car was still ducked up into the trees up there at the beginning of the gate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lance's crash didn't happen. Lance was not driving oh, that yeah, car, so yeah. it didn't matter. Yeah. I don't know what they're talking about. That crash did not happen. I don't know what that guy's talking about. Yeah, it didn't happen, but it also wasn't in the middle of winter either, Ward. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get rid of that daggone. Get you a truck. Oh, man, I don't even want to about that was a weekend fun day kind of thing for him. Ooh, that I, didn't I, happen, by the way. Out of us three in the meeting room, who got yelled at the most? You. <laughs> well, you, well, no, no. you worked there, but Rosie was the mouthiest. Ro- Rosie never shut up. Always. Rosie. Oh, yeah. uh, Rosie, you questioned everything that coach told you. Like, yeah. why I got to do it this way? Why are you going to do that? Why are we doing it this way? Instead of sitting Lack there, was the Black was the golden boy. Remember, he, 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 he can't even listen right now. He wants to talk so bad. He, 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 listen. he wants to I cut me off so bad say. right now. Listen, listen to this. I'm, I'm listening. The reason why, reason why I had things to say was because <laughs> things weren't correct, man. And then, first of all, 
So, so <laughs> Ward, they was they was gonna get on Ward regardless. Yes, they would let you yeah, get no away chance. with anything. So for me, <laughs> exactly. I was trying, I was trying to make sure that whatever I did was not wrong because I was trying to get a contract, and I didn't mm. want them to be trying to take my money because they said I. So no, I don't know if you remember this. We played, <laughs> man, I think it was either Minnesota or in Miami. Everything's a debate, and they, man. And they benched me. Greg Blosh benched me because I didn't spill the power. I said, Greg, I spilled the power. He was like, Rosie, you out. I said, I threw my helmet. I said, man, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I, can't, I can't deal with y'all trying to make me the scapegoat because Lack over here reading uh, this direction right, running to the left nah. and the ball's coming to the right. I can't do that. Don't blame Max, me for you know, your for your Max, mistakes, you know, Rosie. Who who are always the lead on the blitzes? Whenever we had a blitz, who are always the person that got to hit the blitz first? And the, who was always the person you, that got to come around and make be, the so, you Yeah, I got a lot of sacks unblocked. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> my rookie, my rookie year, I had eight sacks. I don't think I got blocked on seven of them. It was great. Exactly, <laughs> Scott Free. When, like when you when you made the Hall of Fame, I was like I a little bit of that. Like, oh, we hey, we all I made that, man. I, I was the one that went in and took all the blocks. Everybody crashed down yes. on me. And lack of thank you. And I just bro, I, I I used to hate that they used to try to make me the scapegoat of the defense and then pull me out <laughs> of the game. And go talk about some big nickel. Why you want to go big nickel? Don't be Rob ain't gonna do nothing. Just, just saying, I get the sack. Take me out the game, man. Blaming me because the, the ain't no edge on the defense because because uh because Walt Harris out there running on the fade route of his first team. Walt Harris, Walt Harris, that guy. Yeah, I, I love Walt Harris. I do it. Great. When they say water came out two thirds of the biggest time, was the other third. What you do out there, big time? Where you been, yeah. big time? Biggest time? Yeah, that was T. Smith. Yeah. I remember that guy. Yeah. Biggest time? Yeah. yeah, T. Smith out there counting his dollars, trying to figure oh, out what he got paid. Twenty-five mil. And, and I'm out here on, over here trying to stuff the run and play. Man, come on, man. And do my job because because you didn't make any mistakes, man. Rosie is like the most mistake-free <laughs> football player in history. Never hey, did anything. Hey. Never wrong. Get, hey. let, me, let me finish, Rosie. Come on. I, I'm, sorry. I'm not trying to coach you. I'm just telling what you, you did. You didn't Brian. Oh, yeah. Never in the wrong gap. Never did the wrong arm. Like, always did it right. Never took a wrong step. Just perfect. I don't know how you didn't get paid more. Walk oh, out respond now? Can I, can I respond now? You can respond. I don't, rec I don't recall uh, being as combative as you guys are saying. I do recall mm. being mm. a very high-level football player. And so if – I played at a high level. Because you were smart. Yeah, I was smart, but more so, I was just really mm. good. L I just felt like they were doing that. You can you can mute him now anytime you want to. Yeah. <laughs> Rosie, you always had arguments. Yeah. Argue with everybody. Everybody. He argued with Tonk in the locker room playing cards. And all, and all Rosie wanted to do was rush the That pass. wasn't an ace. That card was not an ace. Rosie, which I'm is, holding the ace. Which it's is, an ace. That's which, not ace. Which is the which is the reason why I was so combative because they wanted me to do stuff. It's like, why do you have me doing this, man? I am an elite pass rusher. Let me just rush the pass. Because it helps our team Alex, win. Alex Brown. Alex Brown. AB. And AB run over there against the Patriots and don't and don't contain the, the screenplay to get <laughs> and we lose the game. And you're going to yell at me? Greg going to yell at me in the sideline? Tell us I was supposed to be over there? Well, AB, he didn't come over there. It was my fault. That wasn't my fault. This is what we used to. This is Rosie. This is Rosie. Yeah, you may want to ask some more questions. Because <laughs> he was talking about nothing. Yes. Hey, now, to me, like, Rosie need to be coaching. 
Oh hey, yeah, that'd be a Justin, good. One. You saw you saw my beard. I put my beard out there. The Bears didn't call me, man. I'd have had us tight, but I'd have hired all ex players. We'd have been you know, <laughs> like, player friendly. You know what I'm saying? We had the best schemes. I'd take everything from New England, switch it around, yep. change it to Chicago. Neither one of y'all want to talk. Hey, too late. JB, what you said at the beginning about having Owen Cruz around the organization, I don't know if that was like one of y'all's lead up. Man, that couldn't be more true. I I would love that dude or any guy at his level. I mean, his football knowledge, um, just his love of the game, man, everything. Just get him around the team, man. He's changed a lot since he retired, too. He's a little more calm. So he's the guy that I would want around my team as well. I I heard you say that. That was was a good point, man. We were were big lobbyists for him, even as like a team president role, even just bringing him in and structuring the entire organization because he knows winning football. He knows he doesn't put up with shit. No, he doesn't put up with like it's gonna be this way. (laughs) He's not gonna argue like Rosie does. He's not gonna argue about every little thing. (laughs) It's gonna be this way, and that's it. Yeah, no, I said I had said one time that that Olin made me better every day because, oh, as a center, like you weren't gonna yep. go against a better center, like oh. games were easy, you could get by any center if you had to deal with Olin. And he every and day he block you and talk noise the whole time, the whole time, man. Remember, I mean, Roland, yeah. he'd be blocking you, talking about you, like, oh, you thought you was gonna get by me. He was the fastest thing I've probably ever seen. That's why I used to No play. doubt. See, yeah. That's what I'm saying. We need that yeah. with our squad. And Poles is kind of along those lines. He don't, you know, I feel like he's a no nonsense guy as well. Or he have talks you guys like met he him is. yet? I have not met. Oh, he was there one training camp. I don't remember what year it was, but he was there in training camp with us. Because he played, I, right? He did, yeah. but I don't yeah. I don't remember him. I'm not He actually talked sometimes. about a story okay. when when you guys were in Bourbon A and there was like a a storm Thunder. or something, yeah. Uh, tornado warning. We were in the basement. Go. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. He actually told that story in his in his first um uh, uh, press conference. But he I- seems like a no nonsense guy as well. You know, I, I don't. We'll find out, obviously. But he seems like he knows what he wants, and he's going to try and find a way to get it done. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to take one more quick break, and I got I got to bounce, man. I'm Do sorry. No. Yeah, I got. I, dude, I got to go to dinner. My wife oh. is staring at me. I got the cow staring at me out here. I got a lot of stuff going on. That's fine. No. That's fine. One one super fast question. We were just talking about this whole thing about this new uh, staff here. Brian, have you yeah. been asked at all to come back to the Bears at all? Would you be open to it? Come back? What do you mean? Like I, I, I will pull a muscle if I try to play football, man. I don't think I'm not playing. Oh, no, no, no. Like <laughs> more or less, oh, like man. as a consultant <laughs> or you know something like that, because Matt no. is supposedly reaching out to all these former players like i've heard peanut has already been asked everyone so i haven't been i haven't been asked to do anything by any i talked to coach eberflus i I hope i say his name right i like what he's doing i like he comes from the uh rob marinelli brand of coaching which i really really like that coaching tree um they're gonna play the right way that's a lovely coaching tree by the way that's the same way lovely coaches guys to play get the football play fast but i've not been asked to come back to do anything nothing like that not not that i would anyway but would you do it like Well, you, I don't know what they – like, what would that entail, Bork? If they came back and just asked you to talk to the backers or come be like a assistant, defense assistant or something like that, like a special – Hell no. No. Yes, no. No. <laughs> no. Man, dude, my son plays high school football. I love watching – like, every week – or every Friday, Friday nights, man, here in Arizona, they're right. so fun to watch and play football. Those coaches work so much. Right. I mean, they're there – you guys know, 90 hours a week, I got no yeah. desire to go do anything like that. You know, if, I, if they ask me to come back – bucks an hour? 
Not 16. Not, ooh, wait, hold on, man. Let me see. 90 times 16. Oh, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me see. 90 hours times 16. That's a lot. That's like a thousand bucks a week Good or money. more. Yeah. 1,400 bucks, man. Uh, no, I have no desire to coach football. I coached my son one year and we hated each other because oh. I am a good coach and I'm the hardest on my son, not the nicest to my son. Right, Rosie? Mm, you the same way? Yep, exactly. Yep. So, but uh, exactly. We, we did not get along. So I was like, look, dude, I love you, but I'm not going to coach you because we don't like each other. And I would, I'd rather be your dad than your uh, coach. And I'm, not, I'm a big fan. So I just like so to watch it. Respect, so like respect. Appreciate yeah. that. Thank I, you. Yeah, I don't, wanna, yeah. I don't want him to hate me more than he already does. And let me say yeah. one more thing. This dude finally thinks I was good at football. Finally. Like he was watching <laughs> some high, some film, some uh, uh, my, son? Uh, my son. He's 16 now. He's like, hey, about three months ago, he comes out and tells my wife, he goes, hey, dad was really good in college. And she goes, uh, yeah, he was a first round draft. He goes, I was watching some of his highlights from college and he was really good. I was like, hell yeah, I was good, dude. I was a first round draft pick. And, he wore, and, and Rosie didn't think I was that good, but I was, uh, I was good in college, man. <laughs> But Rosie like he watches all my, he went to your all Hall my, of Fame ceremony. Rosie thought I was terrible. He's like, "Well, this guy they drafted this guy to take my spot." I didn't, blah, blah, blah. I didn't think. I didn't think you were terrible. I just didn't think you. You were saw Sam I was terrible. Right. I was a terrible Sam, no doubt. That's, you're, you're terrible Sam. Yeah, horrible. Sam. I'd be good Sam now because I don't have to run. I was just yeah. happy he didn't oh, play yeah. Will. I was just happy he didn't play Will back. Didn't play Will. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> draft the Will. I was like, sorry for you, Rosie, but I'm just going to play my Will. Hey, it worked out better for all of us. We all got paid. Yes, it did. It was good. Yep. Brian, yeah, Brian, thank you so much. I know you got to go. We'd love yes. to have you back in the future. Get, I would. Get my number, Chauncey. From I will. AB. Yeah. Well, Rose, you too. You change numbers a lot too. 317 something. I know are that. Are we ever going to go to the fan convention one year so we can all go together? One I went year. to the fan oh. convention last year, two years ago. I was supposed to go like three years ago and I got food poisoning on the way to the convention. Oh. Yeah. We need to go. I, we I, need to I, I went, first time ever. I really I really had it though. It wasn't lying. I really had it. <laughs> I went two years ago. So I, 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 you had it during COVID? Right before COVID, the one right we had right before COVID, the year 2019, mm -hmm. I went to that one. Right, so when they had a next one, we need to go. I'm, I'm let here. me know. L I'll be LMK. That means let me know. I'm hip to the uh, <laughs> words now. I got daughters and sons and young kids. I know how to talk in uh, the new age terminology. Hey, stop capping, Lack. Stop capping. R-O-F-L. <laughs> See you, man. Thanks yeah. for having me. Thanks, bro. Take Brian. care. Take care. You too, Rosie? Let me see how to turn this thing off. I got you, Brian. He's got to go change his uh, cake over. See y'all. <laughs> Mic drop. Rosie. We finally got you on the show, Rosie. Yeah, Rosie. All it took was Brian Erlacher to get you on here. I'm so happy. Not a hard man Rosie. to get, but you are sought after. A lot I've been begging for you for like three months. Like, is Rosie free? Is Rosie free? Is Rosie free? Well, but, but see, I, the one time that I was supposed to be on, I think we. I told Ward I was coming. Yeah, like, I think I forgot something happened. I can't remember what happened. I, I think I forgot. And then, literally today is the first day that I realized that Warwick is actually a part of the show. I thought that yeah. Warwick, I thought y'all just <laughs> did an interview with Warwick. No, he said well, he just he that said, was Man, another hey, show. Interview you? Yeah, that oh. that was that was a different podcast. Like right. I met Warwick through another podcast, and we started one together. Oh, okay. So I was like, I, was we're like on dude, I don't week, know these man. dudes that you telling me to call. I'm like, are you going to be on the show? I'm like, <laughs> so then, so that today when I log on, when he tells me, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, I got some time. Which I, I, to be honest, I have some time, but I didn't. I have some stuff I need to be doing. But uh, I said, man, just, you know, just let me know what the time was. And so, um, so when I logged on, I'm like, 
this dude is actually producing the show. Okay, I see why he keeps asking me because he's he's a part of the show. So exactly, right? and, and to be and to be clear, this is totally why I, this is unexpected because this is totally out of the 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 typical what I know or who I know Ward to be. You know, he's I try to tell him that like I don't talk. He's very. He, yeah, he was very quiet, didn't say much, you know, laugh, kiki, and giggle in the, in the background, and then, you know, that, that was it. You know, for us, it was, you know, we were like, you know, like long-lost brothers because he's from Texas, my people from Texas, so we had sort of a connection there, and then obviously, you know, being rookies together and all that stuff, so I knew him. I don't, I don't, this is not a space that I know Ward to be in, um, yeah. so it's, it's, it's refreshing to see him. Uh, oh, he's you know, good at it, Rosie. He's good at it yeah. now. Yeah. Honestly, took warming up for him, but he mm-hmm. has come into his own on this show. I tell you, man, good, he's great man. at it. You know, Texas A&M to Purdue, baby, let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the crazy thing is, um, the other thing is, you know, I had a chance to play with a guy that played. Was Ty? Was Ty there at Texas A&M? Was, your, was he your freshman? When I left, he came. Ty, but I had already heard okay. about him because you know he was a big okay. Ty. Okay. Yeah. So even they were talking about Ty Warren. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there was there was a guy named Ty Warren that got, went to Texas A&M after work left that came to New England. My so my first year in New England, he was drafted as a as a as a defensive lineman, and so okay. I got to know him, his wife. Um, he actually has a daughter that's committed to to Purdue to play volleyball with, with Raven next year. So oh nice, um, nice. There's all Ty Warren lived like five minutes away from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, wow. Ty, Ty Ty and Keisha are really good, really good people, really good uh, friends of, of me and Tiff, um, and just. Uh, so you know, when I think of when I think of Ward. Oh, and uh, Billy was Billy was Billy there when he was there? Billy Yates. Yeah, Billy was from Carson County. Okay, Billy Yates. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so you know, um, we used to call him Yates because he's always just great. He had strong hands. He had the strongest hands. You and think Bethel? Olin had strong Bethel hands? Bethel Johnson, Bethel. Yeah, Bethel. Yeah, Bethel was there. Oh, so, Bethel Johnson. He's yeah, speed yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah speed guy. Yeah. So I, there, there's always been connections, and I always just uh, you know, Ward just you know, as he said. You know, just proud of you know what we've done as 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 adults. You know, uh, yeah. past our football lives. I always, from afar, just um, cherish the relationships I have with him, with you know, Lack, with Kari, uh, all the guys in, in in Chicago specifically, because it was our I would say our coming out party and who we mm-hmm. you know our foundation of you know trying to be who we were as as NFL athletes. And I think um, it was just it was it was unique and fun to be in a room with work every day to be able to have somebody to, to, uh, to bounce uh, off ideas, thoughts that was in a similar situation uh, when it came to life, you know, age wise and all that stuff. And it was, you know, we were, we were in a tough situation just because like I said, we were trying to make it. We were newcomers in an old locker room. It wasn't um, no guaranteed money back then. No, yeah, no guaranteed money. I, I never heard of yeah, me, me and Ward, we had a. I've never we had a conversation. We was in we was in the LB meeting room, and we was talking about somebody that just got paid. I think he was a wheel linebacker in Minnesota. I can't remember his name, and I think he signed like a. What would you say, Ward? I would say was it Rudd? Yeah, yeah, Dwayne Rudd. Dwayne Rudd. I, I remember Dwayne Rudd. I, I think he Minnesota. signed like a. I think he signed like a. a I don't know. It was like a five year eight. Eight or nine, ten million dollar contract. We was like, man, we won't get that money. That's a lot of money. I'm like, <laughs> that was huge. I look back at that. Yeah, that was huge money back, back then. then. Yeah. And I never forget. I never forget. Ward said, man, I, if that's if that's what he getting, I just need two, one, one or two more years. I can get that. I'm like, and I'm and I look back at it like, man, we that we was 
that we was not to say underpaid, but at that time that was just you know from a from oh a, yeah, I was underpaid. You were underpaid. No, a, that's not a, no, no, allow us to say it for you because yeah, boy, that thirteen to three work we always talk. <laughs> Dick Jerron at thirteen to three season, man. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what, always that's what that's what ultimately undone the our linebacker trio because we all was at that point where we was time for us to get paid. Mm-hmm. And I remember when they they was gonna let Rosie go. I remember I talked to my agent like, man, what if I? Because I had got my contract, and I was like, what mm-hmm. if I restructure it so they have money for Rosie? And he's like, it don't work that way. Like my agent had yeah. to tell me that's not how the business works, man. Like, yeah, this and, is. Bell's not going to even do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, they, but they had already they had already made their mind. Crazy, I saw Jerry Angelo. Like after I retired, I came, I moved back home, and I started doing um, freelance work for St. Vincent's, where they have you know like the draft guys come in and do their yes. like you know like a two like a two month stint and get prepared and stuff like that. And so I was the I was the D line outside linebacker coach and ran them through the drills every morning and stuff like that. And uh, one year I was there. Jerry Angelo showed up. He was doing some consulting for an agent. A guy here in the city named Buddy Baker, um, and he uh, and he walked in. He's like, uh, "Hey, Rosie," I was like, "Jerry Angelo," and I asked him. I said, "I said, man, what, what happened? Like, tell me what happened." And he said, "He said to be honest with you, Rosie, we would have loved to keep you, but you were gonna cost us too much." Mm-hmm. And so, realistically, they they set they set the fuse on fire to see what was gonna happen. So they basically left that box unchecked. Um, on purpose to trigger an opportunity to see what Warwick was going to get, right? To see if they were either going to match it right away or let Warwick walk, and then they would have probably paid, you know, me, right. and I would have stayed. Gotcha. But but Jerry had a he said he said I got a really really good relationship with with Bill Belichick, and um, he knew what he needed, and he talked to me about who you were as a player and and all this stuff, and he said. Uh, you were his number one priority, and I, at that moment, um, you know, I, I told him that you know it's pretty much a done deal. Now, again, that goes back to the dynamic of uh, how organizations work, right? If that was Bill in a situation, they would have signed me to a tender or signed me to a contract and traded me and got something for me. They got something versus back. Versus just letting me walk away. So I basically just walked away. Like I was, I was one of the hottest free agents on the market that year, and they just let me, you know, go to New England. We, we just knew they were signing you until CBS was yeah. like. He gone. We like, hey, what? That one broke my heart, man. It did. Yeah. So, so when I went, when I went, yeah. When I I went out there to New England, I was like, man. And 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 to be clear, I told Mm -hmm. Work this story before. I did not want to go to New England. I was like, man, I just came from Chicago. If I'm gonna pick and choose where I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go indoors. I'm gonna go to Tampa. I'm gonna go to you know Jacksonville. That's why I visited. My first visit. My first visit was uh was set to be uh. Was set to well, my first visit was Detroit because it was indoors. I was like, cool. I got ten, I got I got eight games on turf. I'm good. You know, I go out outside a couple games, and then my next visit was Arizona. Then I went to Jacksonville, and then they kept my agent said, "Man, the 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 the, uh, the Patriots keep calling." I was like, "Who? Like, who is the coach? Bill Belichick?" I said, "Man, ain't he from the Parcells tree?" He said, "Yeah." I said, "Nah, man, I ain't going out there. I just came from from Dale Lindsay, like." Right. I ain't finna do that again. If I gotta choose, I ain't finna be out there. I'm if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go get my head beat, I'm gonna choose where I'm gonna get my head beat. It's gonna be nice and warm. I ain't gonna pay no taxes. <laughs> you know, I'm, gonna, yeah, I'm, gonna put, I'm gonna put my money in the bank and I'm gonna retire. You know, after four or five years, man, Bill would not say no, and I end up just going out there, and it's that's the end of the story. So I mean, that's good that he wanted you, though. You know, we 
And you won mm-hmm. some Super yeah. Bowls. I mean, you, yeah. Yeah, you got two. You got two. Because yeah, remember, Rosie, yeah. I went to, I took a free agent visit to the Patriots. And Bill didn't want me. <laughs> oh, no. Bill was like, but that's why I always give respect to Bill Belichick because he was just like, look, man, you're a great player. Rosie, love you. I know you're a fit, but you just don't fit our scheme. And I don't mm-hmm. get it just because you're a good player. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't do what I want you to do, I'm not going to waste it. And I had to respect that. He's like, you need to be in a system where you're a wheel linebacker. You get to run and use your athletic ability. Yeah, Here, and that you're going to be in the yeah. box. You're going to be banging. And that, and you're not going to get you. We ain't going to be able to use you. He told yeah, me like that right in my office, sitting in that office with all the trophies, that yeah. old school little office. He, looked, <laughs> he said that and told me. But he's like, it ain't nothing against you. It's just the way yeah. I operate. Another team would take it's because of your name. Yeah, there it and is. that 3-4 scheme, them inside linebackers are basically, you know, defensive tackles. So if you ain't, you know, not necessarily that Warwick wouldn't be able to do it, but if you, if that's not your skill set, you know, if you're not a, a guy that is a run that. stuffer that can move. Right, exactly. That's yeah. I didn't want to do it either. I didn't, I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to drop in the coverage, but man, you got me out here uh, undercutting Reggie Wayne every two minutes. I'm like, man, let me get out to the quarterback, bro. But that, that's not what Bill. That's not what his thought process. Well, well so. that makes a lot of sense, Rosie, because remember, like you had double digit sacks back to back years for us, and then like you just like you said, ten plus sacks. Then you just like started playing like this coverage, like you became like. Well, that's what happened to Brian, too. Like, I remember as soon as Lovey Smith well, got there, Brian was Remember, Rosie was our sack guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. you had 11 one year, 10 the next or yeah. something like that. Yeah, 10 and a half and 11. Yep. And, and, year, and, but... and realistically, them numbers probably could have been higher, but, um, man, that shoulder was was a monster. And then, you know, that's what, that's what I was saying. Like, a lot of the stuff they would – when, you know, Warg and Lack talk about me arguing and all this stuff, a lot – it was a lot of it was me trying to justify why they were asking me to do certain stuff. And it's like, you just told me to do this, but now you are yelling at me. And it's like, this don't make no sense. Like, come on. And so that, that would limit my reps in certain situations. And not that I had a bad, um, you know, you know, time they're playing. It, you know, I was so, I'm, we were so young. It, none of that even mattered. We couldn't even think past the second quarter at that moment. So, we, you know, if we made a mistake, it is, it is what it is, and we moving on. But, um, you know, Greg Bloss, you know, Vance Bedford, uh, uh, was it Russ? Who was the, who was the D-line coach? Uh, Rex. Rex. Uh, old Rex. Um, and then um, – and Dale, you know, they, they kind of molded and, sh- and shaped us to, you know, like I said, uh, you know, who we, who we were as players. But it was – it was always always love. Um, it doesn't matter if we are in each other's presence um, uh, for five minutes and gone for five years. As soon as we're back together, it's, oh, it's a genuine like situation that. and relationship. I, I think that's I think that's in a lot of sports, but I I just know for a fact that there was, you know, I, I could see Mike Green tomorrow, and it would be Mike like Green, I never 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 yeah. never saw him, you know, again. So um, those situations are always. You know, I talk to Mike Brown all the time. Um, he has a <clears throat> crazy name, Mike. Mike B has a daughter, same age as Miles, same grade, and me, uh, me, uh, Mike B, his wife Erin, Tiff. We always talk about coming to America and arrange marriages and stuff like that. So uh, when I y'all trying to get something going, oh okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so <laughs> I got when, you. Uh, so when um, when we when I went to that, then I went to the Bears, the the uh, the what you call it? It was the hundredth year anniversary, was what it was. Okay, when I went to that. Mike B was there with Aaron, and their daughter was there. I introduced her to Miles. You know, they kind of, you know, talk to each other, or whatever. I don't, they're not talking now, or anything like that. But, uh, but yeah, it's it's a it's a family affair for real. 
Uh, I wish I would have or could have been a part of, you know, a longer tenure. Um, like I said, I'm kind of in that gray area, right? I, I appreciate uh, everything that has transpired from the opportunity I had in New England, mm-hmm. um, but I'm an Indianapolis native. People hate me. Not I'm gonna say hate me here, but it's just, you know, I, my like my son, my son Miles is going through stuff now. I think it's a lot of just because people don't like the Patriots. Like people don't come in my UPS stores and do business with me because, you know, they know I'm a Patriot. I'm an old Patriot guy. But I'll wow. come back to Chicago. I'll come back to Chicago, and every time I come back, man, are you Roosevelt Coven? I'm That's like, man, it's us. been 25 years. So, um, and my sister still lives in the city. Um, and you know, it's it's always a uh, you know getting back. And I tell in town you that y'all were loved. You were mm. you three like Ward. We talk all the time, right? Rosie Ward. That was ours. That was excuse my language. That, that was, was our we shit. thought our future was going to be <laughs> like like that was our us shit. As young fans were we're all looking to you three as the mm. future of our whole organization. And man, Warwick left big blow. You left big blow for everybody man and the only thing that really got us through it was the fact that we got lance briggs yeah. <laughs> get alive man but, bro, lance. yeah but no because help. that re- remember because ward i want to say that was your that was your last year here right right rosa yeah. was already gone yeah. right rosa yeah. was gone because like like i said i keep remembering that on one season yeah. rosie with the sacks Ward, you was like a hundred tackle guy. Like you yeah. was just all of like that squad. That was just a magical year. That was a fun year. That was a, that's like, the year that we all we had a better offense. We had a better offense. We had a good defense. Ever. We made it to the Super Bowl. No, the, re- the reason why we lost, the reason why we made it to the Super Bowl, dude, was because Jim Miller got slammed on his yeah. shoulder. Yeah, he, he did. Remember he? <laughs> and, and they, he had, a and they had to put a. Yes. Yeah, they had to put Shane in the game. Shane, Shane, tried, Shane tried to, to get us through, but, you know, it is what it is. You guys but had to deal with that. You guys had to deal with going to Champagne. Yeah. Man, oh, that was my that was one of my favorite teams, man. And then, yeah. obviously, you know, respect the love to Lovey. You know, right, right. <laughs> yeah, that was just a magical year. And like I said, like we, especially our class. 13-3, baby. We was just close. We get like, a lot of stuff together. Like we used to go have gambling nights together, just hang yeah. out. Like we hung out like brothers. That's what made us play. Like it was yeah. like easy. And we could talk to each other and joke. Somebody get yelled at, we'll joke on him, but it wasn't never like no animosity. Or we'll lift each other up. Man, forget Dale. Dale'll be yelling at me and I'll be like, man, he get my nerves. <laughs> Come on, let's go. <laughs> and we'll just get to playing. So yeah, that's you're more than welcome to come back because I think Warwick might be coming for training camp or something this summer. I'm trying to he come keeps to talking camp. about it, but you're more than welcome to come. Yeah, Rosie, we'll, can we get in touch out. with you if you don't mind? Well, so, get a meet and yeah, group, the issue the issue is when when that happens, um, when is training camp usually the beginning of July? Like late June, early July. Yeah. Okay, okay, so well, it's so like the, after Fourth of July, though. I think, though. GB. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So I've, I've, I've literally tried for the last three or four years to come mm. up there, but the, the because typically my basketball club is in a is in a tournament. Oh, you're doing AAU. Yeah, he's doing. Yeah, AAU. so I, I run, I run a basketball club, and so I, for years I've always been up there and I've always asked Matt that does the you know player relations. I was like, hey man, is the facility open? Because I love to bring the kids up there just to. So let them walk through and tour and stuff like that. And he always says that either they're 
get ready to leave for training camp or get ready to come back and it's not a you know it's not a good time and so the the time frame is difficult for me to get up there and get some stuff done now once sort of once miles gets you know done with high school because i coach that's the other thing i coach um i coach middle school football and basketball at, at my oh, okay. school and nice. so a lot of the foot during football season i'm still i'm at practice every day right. uh, you know i'm, you, I'm you're busy. going to games yeah so uh, it's it's a little difficult, but uh, I've been back to probably two. I've been back maybe two or three times in the last probably ten or fifteen years to a game. Uh, but you know, I I would hope to get get more opportunities. I just um, once once me and Tiff are empty nesters, which we you know the clock is counting down in one more right. year. You know, I, we, we'll be we'll be on a world tour. We're gonna hit, hit work up in Texas. We, you know, I got people up there. And the crazy <laughs> thing, I, I, I might I might hit you up sooner, work because my dad. And well, my sister's supposed to be taking my dad down home to uh, to see his brothers and stuff. So uh, if I go, which I don't, I don't know, I don't know when she's talking about going, but I think it was Memorial Day when she said, "I'm gonna hit you up and let you know we're in town." Cool, cool, definitely. Yeah, we'll figure out whenever training camp is, whatever day works for you, Warwick. He's planning on coming anyway. Well, I got go. Brian for you now. If you want me to be lacking. Lacking. We got a lot going on. We didn't want to bombard you, but yeah. you know, if we can make this, we can make yeah. this happen again. Hey, absolutely. This was so awesome. Dude, like it was great. I got a couple of fan questions for you, um, Rosie. If you got a oh, minute. Oh, I had go some ahead. too, but go ahead. Um, we had my buddy Harry Berg asked, "Who you think wins that NFC and the AFC this year?" Ooh. This year, yes. Um, yes. I think uh, the NFC, in my personal opinion, like the, the, you know, it's hard to repeat. So everybody, you know, saying the Rams, 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 but I think you know people figured them out. And I think you really see got to look back at Tampa with Tom playing. Yep. Um, you know, I with you know, they have. The same weapons, you know, people say, hey, Gronkowski's not there, but, you know, Gronk didn't, Gronk didn't do a whole lot the last couple of years. I mean, he was a couple, you know, he made a few catches, but he didn't do a whole lot. Um, He's a red zone guy for them. Yeah, and, and the other part of it is the wild card, like I said, I think it's Tampa just because with B.A. not being there and and so his influence on the playbook is going to be less and it's going to be more Tom. And mm. I think Tom is at the point where Peyton was, you know, his last couple of years where he was basically calling the plays, the coaches just, just, you know, yeah. just, just holding a clipboard, just writing down what he called. Um, so I think you got to look at Tampa just because their division is going to be weak because Atlanta doesn't have a quarterback. The Saints are starting over brand new. Carolina is brand new. So they're going to win their division probably um, and, and have a higher seed. So I don't think uh, – I think, you know, they go to the, the NFC Championship. And then on the, on the AFC side – you know, I you know, I I don't think you can, you know, look That's at the, the, the Bengals gonna be that, that team anymore. I'm always gonna give the Patriots a shot as long as they make the playoffs, but I think the Titans are gonna come back just as strong Ooh, as, the as they were because they have a run game. They, they do. have a defensive minded coach with Mike Rabel. Um, I don't know what they've done in free agency. They did lose a couple day, offensive linemen though, Rosie. They did, and I was gonna yeah. say do you care about the loss of, of the potential loss of Julio Jones. Yeah. He I don't wasn't think really he a big a whole impact, lot. though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. AJ Brown is the dog. AJ Brown right. is the dog. So yeah. So what do you think I about think, the Browns? The Browns? I don't think so. I no, think um, I, I don't. I don't think that they do a whole lot just because defensively they don't have they don't have any firepower. 
Like they like Deshaun Watson is, you know, is is a is a legitimate, you know, MVP candidate if he's playing, you know, high level football. Yeah, but right, from a standpoint, um, you know, one is it's Cleveland, but then two, you know, he's not <laughs> indoors, not you know, he's not he's not indoors in good weather. You play different when it's cold, you know right. what I'm saying? You 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 don't catch you don't catch the same amount of balls and stuff like that. But I think I think they have a shot. Um, but I don't think they have I don't think they have a, a, a better shot than Tennessee does or Buffalo. You know, I think Buffalo's right. Yeah, I mean, I've been hearing it for years because we used to play them all the time. Every year we play them, and they all every every year was a wide receiver to say, "Y'all, y'all, y'all run is over." And I'm like, "Okay, man." And we end up winning the division. Right. So for them, <laughs> yep. I think for Buffalo, you know, they lost their offensive coordinator. And Brian Dabo was in there in New England when I was there, Jeez. hell of a coach. I think that's a huge loss for them. And I think uh, it's going to take them some time to adjust to what they should and should not do. And I think that's going to be their downfall this year. So I think Buffalo's kind of removed themselves from the, the conversation. Obviously, Kansas City's going to be there, but uh, I think people figured them out. I honestly yeah. think you got two or three teams that, you know, probably can can take it. And, you know, I, I know people are going to hate, hate me to say this, but, you know, Bill geared up for this year, last year, he with did. all the free agency signed. He did. They, they lucked up. I don't say lucked up, but they, you know, they found a gym in Mac Jones. You know, defensively, they're gonna, they're, they're probably gonna create more havoc and more turnovers this year than they have ever had before because they're gonna be a little bit healthier linebacker. But then, from a secondary standpoint, they I'm signed about the, the loss of JC. Yeah, yeah, but they they signed they signed the uh, they they signed they signed the the kid the the kid from New York um, that was the safe the safety guy. Maze. Maze. No, no, not Maze. No, not Maze. No, not Maze. Um, he was number 21 in, in, in New York. Um, I want to say Peppers. Jabril Peppers. Peppers. Oh, Peppers. yeah. Peppers. Okay. Um, so, with, with adding him to the secondary, you know, Bill, he's got a couple linebackers. I think Mayo's supposed to come back. Uh, not Mayo, but um, but Hightower's supposed to come just, back. Dante Hightower, yeah. Dante Hightower. So, I, I think they have the, the makings of a, a true Patriot team. And if you give Mac Jones the weapons, I think they traded for the kid from Miami. Mm-hmm. Man, I think they they have just as good a shot as anybody else. You think about it, they they win two more ball games. They were right, they're, they're, they win the they're division. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so um, you, that and you add Bill's coaching, you know, pedigree in there. He's basically got two head coaches with Patricia and the and the judge guy. They came Coming back. back. Yep. I mean, I think that you got to give them a shot. So I think the AFC is up in the air really, but I think NFC wise. You got the Rams and the and the and the and the, um, and the Rams got Bobby Ross. Wagner. Yes. Yep. Yep. The Rams Bob and the Bucks. And I like the Rams. Bring this to your attention, Rosie. Do mm-hmm. you have any faith in Russell Wilson in Denver? Because they kind of scare me on paper. All this is on paper. Yeah. And that division, I, I though, I don't about three, four division. wins, just him. Yeah. San yeah, Diego's gotta, a team gotta, we're not even even talking yeah, about. Talk about San Diego. I say Chargers probably gonna get that. Yeah, I say Chargers. Yeah, but, but Russell is good. Russell Wilson is good for about three, four wins, just himself. Yeah, yeah but the, the, who? They don't have no defense. Oh no, the defense was eleventh last year. They had a pretty good team. Man, that ain't. That ain't, that ain't, <laughs> that ain't good enough. For, okay. No, I ain't, I ain't looking at the Broncos to do nothing um, <laughs> other than be the Broncos. I mean, Are I, they gonna make think, the I think they finished better than Oakland. I, I got the most Oakland. I Vegas. do. Uh, I'm sorry, Vegas. No, I think I think Oakland. I think Oakland surprises some people because I do too. 
one Josh is, you know, he's got a he's got a game plan. He's gonna be able to game plan. But they got some guys that can play. They got some guys that play defense. Yeah, they got some guys that play defense. Yeah, um, they do. But yeah, that's my. Um, they got Devontae Adams on top of that. You mm. can't go wrong with that. I mean, they paid him a lot. Yeah, but Devontae Adams went from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr. Yeah, but, yeah, but he but he also, he's got he also a chemistry gained, with he also, him. He also gains gains um Josh McDaniels. People yeah. people don't understand the like well, I said. Well, you can tell us about that because I heard he's like the savant of savants. He just no, he I think he has a really good offensive mind, right? He, mm-hmm. from a from a scheme standpoint. I think he benefited from being with Bill, right? You know, if you got a, if you got the greatest defensive mind or one of the greatest coaches ever in your, in your room with you, then you'll be able to have a conversation with him about, hey, do you think this play will work? And Bill was like, nah, don't, don't run that play. And then he's in his ear. Now Josh has had, you know, ten plus years to be on the sideline with Bill and have a thought process of what should and should not be. You just got to take a chance and do what he wants to do. I mean, think about it. When he was in Denver, he was working with Tim Tebow as a quarterback. I don't know so, that. I don't you me know, personally, yeah. I can't hear that. And he won a playoff right. so you, game with him. Right. So you, you think about adding uh, a talent like uh like Carr and then um just the I would say the opportunity Devontae to play. Adams, Josh yeah, Jacobs, yeah. Darren Waller, I mean, Hunter Riffro. Like they got dogs. Yeah. They got dogs. It's not even it's not so it, I think the AFC is really going to be tough. Uh but what about your home team? What about your home team? Uh the, the, the Colts. Colts? The Colts have a yeah, little. Oh, Matt Ryan! Matt, no, no love for Matt Ryan. Man, Maybe a little Colts, bit. The, They're going to have to go Colts, to Jacksonville, so we know what happens yeah. when they go to Jacksonville. The, the Colts <laughs> are, are are the Bears 2.0 when it comes yeah. to who how they run the organization. It's like, man, some of this stuff doesn't make any sense. But um, the Colts fans here in the city, they they are they were just drooling at the mouth trying to figure out what they were going to do from a quarterback standpoint, who they were going to get. I think they settled on Matt Ryan. I think they wanted somebody else. I don't know who it was. I don't know who the person was, but ownership wanted somebody. They wanted to make but a big But they traded play. for Matt Ryan. So the settle was, if I'm, I'm not trying to speak for you, but you're saying that they were looking for somebody more dynamic, but it was like, we didn't yeah. get that guy. Yeah. That they, 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 trade, they traded Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz yeah. went to Washington. Right. They, but no, they traded Carson Wentz to Washington. Yeah. Right, they, they traded Carson Wentz. They traded Carson Wentz to trade for Matt Ryan. Yeah, Matt, Ryan. Matt Ryan, who is him and Matt Ryan are basically the same guy. He's owner. Like, I mean, yeah. for me, for my dollar, uh, if I lose my defensive coordinator, right, mm-hmm. I need I can't lose my defensive coordinator and my offensive my, my my starting quarterback. I feel like I need some stability. So, if I lose my defensive coordinator, then now I got a whole new defense. We got to figure it out. My offense has got to be stable enough to carry us at least through weeks four, five, and six and not be 0-6 because we turn the ball left and right with a new quarterback, right? So if, if, I, if, I, kept, if I had kept my defense coordinator, then we can do whatever we want on offense because now I at least have a foundation to, to sit on. Now they, they, they rebuilding all, you know, from left and right. And I just think that um, it was a little bit of a, a knee-jerk reaction because the fans – Felt like Carson Wentz didn't perform well, but I'm like, man, the dude had an ankle injury. He had no, a couple he things actually going on. did. He just had that one hiccup with Jacksonville. Right, and and but at the end of the day, he played know, well overall. Right, he did. And that's why I said Bears 2.0. You you you're selling <laughs> the franchise out because they didn't win one game in Jacksonville, um, and and it created a situation where you know you as an owner is upset and. 
So I, we don't we don't know the pressures to be on the other side of the table with ticket sales and stuff like that. So that's what you know they trying to they trying to sell seats, put butts in the seats. Um, but yeah. I think you go from Carson Wentz, yeah, you, you go from Car- Carson Wentz to 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 Matt Ryan. Um, you know, I don't I don't know what the what the what the thought process is in it, but I think I think they were looking for a bigger haul. I think they were looking for someone that potentially would have been you know bigger than than Matt Ryan. I think they were willing to pay for it. But I don't think people were listening to what they were offering. It's kind of funny because their GM is actually uh, Chris Tabor, and he was with the Bears before he went I know there. Tabor, yeah. So that's kind of funny that you just say that that they're like Bears 2.0 because he basically was yeah. either going to get that job or he was going to be upgraded here. And yeah. I mean, I'm actually happy because the fact that he's, I mean, think about what he's traded in the past couple years just for quarterbacks alone. A couple yeah. first round picks, like a right. second, I think, and a third in there and that, somewhere. And that's what you, you and, that, and your mortgage in your future. You never see bills yeah. money get crazy like that. And that's why I say football people matter, right? The people that are in the in the Thank room you. matter because, um, like I coach, so I, I you know, not to knock, knock, knock where I coach, but I coach a middle school at a middle school Christian, a small middle school Christian school here in Indianapolis. And, you know, not that I'm, you know, uh, you know, uh, Bill Belichick on the football field or, um, uh, you know, um, what's the what's the great the coach from um, the basketball coach that has all the Phil Jackson, right? Phil Jackson. But but with what I have, I typically have a winning season. We sometimes we only have like twelve kids that come out for football, and then you get five, oh, six, whole, kids, seven, seven kids. Yeah, whole team. Like everybody, we <laughs> and we we mat we we got one kid on the sideline standing next to me, and hey, go get go get Johnny. We just rotating through. Little Billy is a safety one play. He has D tackle today, but. My point is, like, the guys that are calling the plays and understanding who players, you know, where to put them in position, stuff like that, that really matters because you can stretch a little bit more. And when you don't have that and you just got to have some dogs, quote-unquote, yeah. and some guys that can just, you know, perform, then, you know, everything's riding on one 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 situation being positive. And if it's not, then it's a, it's a wrap. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, Rosie, real fast. What do you think about the Bears moving from Soldier Field to Arlington? I don't know. I um, I think it would be Indoor disappointing, state. but I think Indoor I think people would right. People people would be fine with it after they after they build it. Anybody gonna care after they build it? I don't, I don't think that they would tear Soldier Field down just because I think it's a I think it's a national monument, isn't it? Yeah, that's the reason why they could. Yeah, they actually don't own Soldier Field. They actually pay like six point six million dollars a year to rent does. it. Yeah, the park they mm-hmm. the ones that own it. Yeah, but it is yeah. A, so, it has a, it is a national. Monument, the right. columns. I believe the Chicago Fire play there, and yeah. they have like other events, like shows and stuff, and the they summertime. Did. They did. I mean, I think if they if they do it and they build an indoor stadium, I think you know McCaskey's obviously looking as a as a as a monetary play. Realistic is what that is. That they, they get a Super Bowl because they're original charter member of the, of, of the NFL. You know, Final they fours. they turn right. They turn they turn they turn the whole city upside down. Right. Um, is Arlington north or south of the city? It's north. It's northwest. Okay. Yeah. So it's oh, so it's so it's more it's more to um, it's up pat no so oh yeah like I, Route fifty three all out that way past all yeah, state so that, like way so past. yeah it'd be even oh, further from it'd be even further the horse from the airport right it's where the horse track. track yeah 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 so it's further from the airports then oh absolutely oh uh, yeah so that. Mm, uh, <laughs> 
How would yeah, AD be involved in that? You also said as a former player, though, like the first place you were looking was a dome or a warm place. So mm-hmm. that might attract more free agents, too, as well. Right. I, I definitely, I'm, but, you know, Warwick mentioned Final Four and stuff like that. But, I, you yeah. know, I definitely, yes, I think um, I think it's more of a power play from the McCaskies to try to get out of, which if they're renting, they probably should go ahead and make a move anyway. So, I yeah. mean, they still be called the Chicago Bears because there's a lot of, like, you know, Dallas Cowboys obviously are in Dallas. Right. Um, Miami so team that are not in the yeah. actual city that they're in. Yeah. Yeah, so I th- I think um, it's a it's a it's a play. Like I, I to be honest with you, I hate the stadium, the current the current um, stadium right now. The way it looks, yeah, everybody it looks, hates it. it, looks, it looks but so you all went right down here. to you went from Soldier Field, then you went to Champagne, and then yeah, you came to, back to this like. But I I didn't I never played I never played in the new stadium. Right, you, I, when you I, my, my yeah my last year was in Champagne, but oh, I too. used to I, yeah I think about. How, the, how everything was when we played on the old Soldier Field. Yeah, I played my first like, Monday night. Was... Every every seat was was a visible seat. Like you sit in a new stadium, you got a deck over the top of your head. It's like, man, what is this? This doesn't this don't even feel like a real football game. And it just doesn't <laughs> the stand the stadium doesn't feel right to me. So it just, you know I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't and, be upset because I've only been in it probably three times. So and that field there <laughs> is trying to keep the beloved here. Yeah, now. Mm-hmm. Now. So, old McCormick Place. Remember that black building off the lake that's a little bit like 22nd Street, a little bit further mm-hmm. south? Yeah. The big black convention center. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's saying, that because that's vacant, she's saying we can build a stadium there, turn Soldier Field into like a museum, have all that parking in between to keep the Bears in the city. What do you think about that? I say as long as they put a dome on it, <laughs> to me. Yeah, I, I think you. Yeah. I think you gotta. You I know, think like it's time. The Vikings, you know, you. Just, I mean, that's 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 the only reason why you're not getting Super Bowls, right? Yep. So well, we're too small, cold. and we don't have a dome. Yeah. Right. It only sits that's, like yeah. sixty-three thousand, I think, and it's the third yeah. largest market in America. It makes no right. sense. And I, I think as I, I, I look back and you know, my conversation with people about Super Bowl tickets this year. And the amount, the amount of money they were charging for Super Bowl tickets. I remember our Super Bowl tickets, we, you know, 300, 400, 500 bucks at the most, Warg. Like you get every player, every, every, every six, yes. Player, you, you get, you get, you can go, you can call your team and say, hey, I want to buy my two Super Bowl tickets. And they were like four or $500. I, I tried to get tickets this year. Nobody was on, nobody was offering anything. They said the, the cheap tickets were like $5,000. So, you know, I can only players? imagine a yep. Super Bowl. Yeah. No, just period. Just period. Just the, the, regular price. The, the ticket, the regular price tickets were like five grand and people was paying it just to get in the game. So I had I no know. idea. Yeah. 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 Oh, we had another question right before mm-hmm. we let you go. What's okay. your favorite Chicago pizzeria <laughs> from our buddy Jake Huff? Oh, we know this. Mm-hmm. And you got it. There's only one right answer to this question. But Rosie, Rose, Rosie, but no, Rosie, he's a Harold's chicken. Yeah. Well, hey, Harold's chicken, obviously, great choice. No, but Harold's chicken, Harold's chicken, chicken is, is is uh is you can never go wrong with Harold. <laughs> uh, but I I never I I wasn't a big Chicago style pizza guy. I I'm not wow. hated that deep dish stuff. Like it's like like y'all need to cook this more. Wait, like, too much bread. Too much bread. Was, what? It was too much bread. Too much. Cheese, too much bread. It was too much. Too much excess. Like this, you know, I'm you know we're back here in Indiana. It's oh, flat man. pizza. Flat. That, that stuff is oh. unnecessary. Just like yeah, just like the um, it's like the hot dogs with the. <laughs> 
all the stuff. Like, man, what is this mess? Like, the mustard, the pickle, the celery sauce. Yeah, just give me some relish and some ketchup and a bun, and we done. But all the other stuff <laughs> you're adding to it is causing too much trauma to me eating it. So, pizza wise, um, we didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't. Um, there was a pizza place that was in. Uh, what was the pizza place out there in in, in Waukegan Ward that we used to eat all the time? Um, Maybe that was in Boston, where it was. It was Adam Vinatieri used to be a. Uh, I think all that I was in Boston. All I remember is you always used to get Harold's chicken. <laughs> yeah, well, Harold's chicken all day long. There's actually <laughs> a really good flatbread, um, like Southern from there. It's called Monocle's Pizza. I don't know if oh, you've Monocles. ever heard yeah, of that. Monocle's is alright. Monocle's, like they got that, that here in Indiana. Yeah. Monocle's, it's alright. Yeah, it's yeah. All right. But yeah, see, right. when you was getting that Harold's, y'all was at the Hilton. Y'all was going to eat the Wabash. There you go, right there across <laughs> the street. Yeah. yeah, we get pregame. We we that would be come out the back of the pit, come out the back of the hotel, back of the hotel, right under the under under the um for the parking garage. Walk yep. over there, get the order in, come right back over, eat, smash that, go to team meeting, and we done for the night. Yep. Yeah, because you know yeah. Ward was my roommate. Ward was my role. Room. I mean, we. Oh, I know y'all was roommates, Ward. That's why I said me and Rosie was like brothers for real. Yeah, yeah. We, it first was Chicago, the first Chicago blizzard. I walked to his his apartment with a. Motorcycle helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> never, never forget that. Like I'm, like Tip was there. She was like, somebody's knocking at the door. Somebody ringing the bell. I'm like, who is this? He down there drunk in a daggone motorcycle helmet. <laughs> the door. Like he broke the door to the apartment building because there's so much snow, couldn't even close. And I'm like, man, go oh, home, man. What's wrong wow. with you? I was like, oh, man, man, I never seen, I never been in snow. <laughs> I never seen a blizzard. I was like. Oh, the snow. Yeah, you don't know no snow, Texas. Like yeah. the snow was over people's cars. Remember, I had my yeah. Lexus and I left it out there. <laughs> and it stayed there from. It stayed there like from. Like, young and dumb. Young, 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 young. January, I was like to April. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah. was like a block of ice because they was the snow on top of it. Yeah. During the daytime, it'll melt, but then at night, the snow <laughs> freeze again. It'll yep. freeze up. It was basically like a block of ice, and I just said. Streets of Sands got to pull you out, bro. Man. I just let him. I just basically sat there and let it throw out. Like it basically, <laughs> like from that blizzard. Because Rosie and Rosie would always tell me, like it's gonna be a blizzard. You need to put that car in the garage. Hey, hey, Rosie, <laughs> tell yeah. him you was getting the same weather in Indiana. Like, bro, that's that's why, that's that's why I would tell him, and he would never listen. He he never wanted to even. He never even wanted to. I was like, man, I'm from Texas, man. It's probably gonna be a little snow. I come out. With, I, was, I was like, I'll bring out some hot water and pour it over the car. And melt. Oh my no, god! Worst thing you could do. do. The dude I didn't bought know. his first coat. The dude bought his first coat. Uh, I can't remember. It was like middle of the winter. He he used to walk in, you know, shivering because he didn't have no coat. And then one time, one time, I don't know what we, I don't know where we was at. I don't know what we was doing, but. He came in town. We was in town for some work. I don't know what it was. He bought a coat. I still got that coat. It's upstairs. And Ward was like, man, I'm going back home. I don't even need this coat. I said, give it to me. I'll take it. And I yeah, still I got it. I think, I think what kind of coat? I think it was a. Uh, it was like a Sean. Was, it was a big nah, coat. It was, Sean John. It, was the, uh, it was black with a hood. It was the. Um, Triple Fat Goose? No, no, no. It was the ones with the, you know, with the with the heater, the heat rating on them. Uh, oh. uh, man, you know what I'm talking about. Um. You you can wear a jacket and they and it, and it keep you warm. Um, I know North Face. A North Face. It was a North Face. It was North Face. So y'all North y'all face. went to Nordstrom's. Yeah, I, probably, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where he went. Money for he that coat. Yeah, I you, you, you went to Nordstrom's to get that joint. 
yeah, I bought yeah. the coat, and then I was like, I'm going back home to Texas. Like, I would never wear Like, I would die if I wore that coat in Texas. Like, I would probably milk. I said, give me the coat. Give I was like, you have it. Give me the coat. I'll take it. I, but I, I just remember going, I remember walking to his apartment that time. It was a blizzard. It was a real blizzard. And I was like, dog, yeah. look at this snow. Like, the snow was over cars. I had never seen that much snow. And I'm just walking. <laughs> with a motorcycle helmet on. <laughs> Get you some skis out there and sticks and just moving through it. it and that's just probably crazy. one story. It's probably a million stories. Hey, but Rose, yeah, like you said, you, war- you warned them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he always yeah. used to warn me on stuff. Like, it was, and it wasn't just me though, because 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 Kari, the other linebacker that was drafted that year, came from Massachusetts, so he knew. What is his last name? I like, think I remember him. It's Kari Samuel. Oh, Samuel. 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 Was Kari he fifty-six? Uh, no, Kari was. Kari was sixty-two in preseason, and then ninety-one. Sixty-two and ninety-one. He was He was ninety-one. He was ninety-one. He was there for one year. Then he went to Detroit. He was there for one year. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. He didn't really so, play the so yeah. what's up with your cupcake business that I keep hearing about? Oh, uh, uh, so you got 20 businesses. Uh, so when, when, uh, so Tiff, my wife's mom, she always used to bake cakes here in the city. Um, okay. and then Basically. when I came up to Chicago and Tiff moved up, her mom would come up and visit. And then for every holiday, man, she would, you know, she would, she would bake, you know, 50, 60, 70 cakes, pies, and I would just bring them in, you know, because everybody placed their orders and I get the money from them and pay and pay her. And um, and so that kind of went on for like three years in Chicago. And then when I left Chicago, went to New England, same thing happened. Like I, you know, everything was sort of, you know, set up. And then um once I retired, well not until once I retired, when I got when I went out to Houston, mm-hmm. um you know, Tiff was sitting around. She was you know, trying to figure out what she was going to do when we got done. And she was like, and that was when Cupcake Wars was hitting the whole craze of the country. And they had a TV show I called Cupcake Wars. I remember that on, um, and, and literally, one of them channels. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And literally, Tiff is, Tiff is, is uh, she gets influenced by stuff on TV. Like, we wouldn't have had no one, we wouldn't have had our, se- our fourth, our third and fourth kid if it wasn't for Brandy. And she saw Brandy pregnant on TV and she wanted to have another child. I'm like, <laughs> so it's baby fever from watching Brandy. Yeah, exactly. She saw, she saw cupcake wars and, um, and I mean, she, she's a really good cook. She loves, she's a foodie. She really, she really loves cooking. Um, she loves desserts and stuff. And so she said, I think I want, I think I want to open up my own cupcake shop. And, uh, you know, we had owned UPS stores at that time for about four or five years. Okay. Um, and I told her, I was like, well, we can just take the same business model just apply the cupcakes, just make sure, you know, your margins and stuff are correct. And so she's been, that, that, that's that been open for almost uh, 2009. So we're going on about 13 years oh, in the cupcake wow. business. Nice. Yeah. Is that, um, is that only in Naptown? Yeah, it's only, only in Indianapolis. Uh, we, they do, oh, wow. she, they do ship, uh, you know, some, some items like pies, some small cakes and right. cupcakes. Okay. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's uh north side of Indy, east side of Indy. Yeah. Drop that online, man. Cause we, yeah. we support. Yeah, definitely. We support. I don't know where to drop it at, but uh, <laughs> is it in the chat? Send uh, me a I, commercial. Yeah, I'll send, I'll send it for I, you. 
Yeah, uh, I'll yeah. send that to you. Um, and then, then, then we got uh, then we got five UPS stores now. So uh, wow, good for you. That's, that's that everyday my everyday process. Really, got shipping on lock. No wonder it took you so long to come on, man. Jeez, yeah, bro. Hey, you for then, real but, busy. Yeah, the one definitely. thing that the one thing that takes a lot of my time though is the basketball entity because I that's oh I bet that's really my passion like coaching and being around young kids because you know. Like, you know, myself, Ward, guys that play in the NFL, we're really, we've been really fortunate and blessed to have the opportunity to live a dream. And yes. I don't know about Ward, but it was never my dream to be a pro athlete. I know that a lot of young African-American young men, they want to be pro athletes so bad. And so um, being able to go through it and experience it myself through life, I was able to, I'm able to, you know, help them understand the yeses and the nos of the process so that if they are um, capable and have the ability, you know, they can achieve it. And so the basketball club, it, it wasn't a basketball club at first. It was a flag football club. Like we used to, oh. used to play flag football. And then the flag football turned into, hey, uh, I'm a, y'all want to come play basketball with Miles? And I took, you know, seven or eight of them to play basketball. And then we kind of pushed the flag football away because basketball kind of took over. And now, you know, we 365 days a year. But that is a, that is a, a whole entity in itself just trying to, help kids get recruited and, you know, send them off to, you know, college visits and all that stuff. And so that's why I say, um, you know, my days are, are, are really busy, but most of my days are spent doing that if I'm not taking yeah. naps. Yeah. So there's a show that you have to watch. It's called, is it cake? It's on okay. Netflix. Okay. It's, it's basically, a, it's a show. It's a show it's, or a documentary. It's a, a Netflix show. Okay. They have like, Oh, yeah, one where, where, they, where you, where you where you uh they they make something you gotta guess it. they make like a yeah. actual item and, and yeah, yeah. I, saw that. I saw I think I saw the advertising it's that, crazy yeah. how how yeah. like accurate they make some of those cakes on there like yeah. and then like but, they'll they'll put a fake one up mm-hmm. right next to it you wouldn't even know the difference man yeah that, that's that's the Tiff has a lady that works for her that's 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 so good at what she does that's that's what she that's what they do it's she's just, it's just not a cupcake shop. Uh, it's called Sweetie's Gourmet Treats. Oh, okay. Man, they do everything. I mean, they can – they literally can make anything that you want. Um, you bring a football. Like, like that show. Like a football, basically. Every, yeah. Anything, does. I'm talking about the, literally they have done some stuff that just blows my mind. And so um, we're, in, we're in a good good place with the with the entity and with the business. Um, like I said, she's going on you know, 12 or 13 years and um, just trying to – figure out some things and make sure she wants to continue to be involved, you know, from a, a frontline standpoint. But uh, we've been very blessed to have a really good staff that's been with us. Her mom obviously has been, you know, with us since the, you know, inception of it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's been a good thing for us. And like I said, man, we just, at, in, a, in, a, in a year's time, I'm going to be, we're going to be jet setting and going all kinds of places because we ain't going to have nobody going to be here. Well, like you said, empty nesters. Well, yeah, empty yep. nesters, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful thing. Well, Rosie, we don't want to keep you all night. We know you're you busy, man. I, <laughs> I know. I, I know. I, said, I got 30 minutes, bro. I kept trying uh, to get you out, and you kept talking. It's okay. <laughs> but you fulfilled all, it. You fulfilled yeah, it. Yeah, you definitely did. Thank you for coming. I know it took Brian to get on here to get you on finally, but we're happy that we had you on here finally. <laughs> and you're always welcome to come back. We've been, we've been waiting for you, Rosie. We've been waiting for you. Now that you know that Warwick does this on the weekly, you can come yeah. whenever you like, brother. Anytime, yeah. man. I got you. I got you, man. No problem. I'm trying, to make, this, I'm trying to make this blow up so I can have my business plan and have my budget. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you, man. Make sure our budgets and stuff is on. Is on 
on the right. <laughs> they got to <an> equate. Podcast <laughs> <laughs> well, is big business now. You know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, but yeah. you have a good one, Rosie, and hopefully we will talk to you later, man. All right, man. Y'all take care. All right, dude. All right, Rosie. You have a good yep. one. Later. Man. Wow. Man. <laughs> oh, what a night. <laughs> Holy cow, guys. Hey, We're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to have a couple commercials on this break because okay. we didn't get to get to the commercials earlier because it's been a busy day. So we're going to hear from our sponsors, Nick and Ivory Brewery and the John Darren team. Hello, this is Paul from Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. We are located at 1026 South State Street in historic downtown Lockport, Illinois. We are very excited to be partnering up with the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show as well as the 1252 brand because we are one of the few Chicagoland breweries that embrace sports and sports culture. Come in for a fresh brewed beer made right here in Lockport while catching the game of your favorite team. Stay for the live music that we have booked every weekend or just come for a cozy atmosphere to enjoy a good conversation with a friend, loved one, or complete stranger. Nick and Ivy makes you feel right at home no matter what the occasion is. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. Visit our website for our up-to-date tap list or to go shopping on our online store at nickivybrewing.com. That's N-I-K-I-V-Y brewing.com. Come in today for fresh brewed beer born and raised in Lockport, Illinois. Hi, I'm Jonathan Darren, licensed real estate broker with Cobble Banker Real Estate Group in Homer Glen. Are you looking to buy or sell? Have you been disappointed in the past? The Jonathan Darren team with Cobble Banker Real Estate Group focuses on providing you with a concierge level of service during the process of buying or selling. We are a service-oriented team with a fresh and professional approach to selling real estate. Our goal is to combine knowledge, skills, and passion to exceed our clients' expectations, and most of all, we truly care. We are a knowledgeable real estate team focused on offering expertise and innovative solutions for our clients. The Jonathan Darren team has five full-service real estate brokers and a dedicated full-time marketer servicing all of Chicagoland. We will customize a detailed plan around your timeline for a sale, purchase, investment, estate, or other needs. Real estate transactions can be stressful, but don't need to be. Let us handle it for you. Visit our website, homesbyjdt.com, or call 708-308-1938 today. Expect better in real estate. Choose the Jonathan Darren team. And that was a word from our sponsors, Nick and Ivy Brewery out in Lockport and John Darren out in Homer Glen. Guys, make sure to get out there today. If you're looking for a home in the Chicagoland area, go to homesbyjdt.com if you're looking. So, guys, I got a question for you. I know what it is. Got a question for you. This is What Are You Watching? Brought to you by the Chicago Clubhouse and the 1252 Sports Chicago Network. And this is What Are You Watching, guys? And for a lot of people, it was this podcast. <laughs> I'll just be honest with you right now. It was an amazing time, but what are you guys watching this week? I know my answer is pretty, pretty easy. I, I wanted to ask Brian about mine, actually, but he oh, didn't yeah. get to stay as long as I hoped he got to. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get him back. We'll get him back. Warwick, I don't want you to be mad at me. Please don't be mad at me, because I still have not seen Batman. Dude, okay. you just gonna have to stream it. You just gonna I'm have to guilty. It. Well, it's supposed to be coming out 
I'm, no, it's it's been blocked the last three weeks. It's been blocked. Well, it's supposed to be coming out on HBO Max, I think, at the end of the month. Okay. Really? That's what I've heard. That's what well, I heard. I do I, have I, HBO I, Max. I like April 26th or something is supposedly coming. But, JB, I might just break out and just make a trip up there because, man, I haven't seen Brother, it Brother, will you? <laughs> I haven't seen it either yet. I'm so mad. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like so serious when I tell you this. I've been trying that three hours is like when I get off of work. <laughs> yeah. I can't yeah, come to the movie theater, buy a hot dog, popcorn, slushy. Slushy. <laughs> and fall asleep. Like, no, I can't do that. I say just wait till you can stream it at home at this point. No, but work, I, I, I need to feel the <laughs> SFX sound. Like, I need all of that. <laughs> I need yeah. all that. Because what you told me was profound. And I'm like, I got to see it. But I have to, I just have to be, I didn't see it, but I have been watching something winning time, winning time. What's that? That would be the Lakers Showtime documentary. Oh, Oh, I got a buddy that's watching this too. He's really mad about, um, the bears is. The way that they treat Jerry West in that is like supposedly criminal or something. Well, supposedly it's a dramatization. So Jerry West may have said ABC, but they took it to XYZ. Yeah. Like um, supposedly like after they won the championship. I don't want to spoil it, but I heard he wasn't it was like happy. a rumor that after they won the championship, he just went to a bar and sat by himself. He wasn't happy because he was one of nine. Yeah, but who does that though? Like right after you win the championship, you just walk in an empty bar. Check it out. Hang out. I have no idea what happened in the 70s because I was born in the late 70s. So I have no clue. <laughs> I wasn't even thought of yet. So. What happens like hell, they might have been dancing, you know, whatever. I don't know. You right. never know. But when you I tell know. you I'm watching it and I'm intrigued, oh man. Yeah. Okay. And then uh-huh. the other two, I won't spoil, but if you do not say it, I'll double back and bring it. But there are other, there are two more shows that I'm watching right now. Work, I'll give it to you. We're uh, getting cupcake orders here in the <laughs> chat right now. For okay, so Rex Grossman, you saw three of your former players. Like, come on, Rex. <laughs> Rex. Oh, if only it was the real sexy Rexy. On there. <laughs> sexy Rexy. I'm uh, upset we didn't see Troy Polamalu tonight in the chat either, guys. Hey, I, I'm kind of bummed about that. This would have been his podcast. This would have been his favorite one. Oh well. Uh, mine is the obvious Moon Moon Knight. I watched. You that. have watched Moon Knight. Look, I said I wasn't gonna speak. <laughs> I'm actually trying to wait until there's a couple episodes out because you know me. All right. You binge watch everything. Yeah, I, I <laughs> except Halo. I've been watching Halo like crazy. I haven't watched Halo. I, oh my god! I, I watched Mo- Moon Knight. It, it it got my it has my attention. So I'm still. I don't really had a. I like the end part of it because that's when it, it was more action. Yeah. This was like the build. You know, like the first one is always they building the storyline and kind of right. The end part was action, and that's the part I want to see. So that's why I say I'm gonna wait till the new one come out this week. But that's what I've been watching. So that has my attention right now. I'm just sitting with on my hands waiting for Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, that May trailer 7th? looks amazing. No, yeah, May Is that May seventh? Right. Yeah, it, it it looks really good. It does. And, oh, and CJ, our buddy CJ. Yes, Halo. I'm telling you, Halo is 
amazing. I saw one episode of Halo. They integrated the game in it a little bit too. Like okay. it's got that feel, but it's it's not like cupcakey. Okay. It's like it's blood and guts and stuff too. Is like, the uh all right, I'm gonna ask a question. Are the they, coven's they, in it, he's fighting the coven. So like the the, the monsters or whoever they whoop, be. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're they're huge too. They are massive. Like okay, so I'm like watch it because I ain't oh, seen no so I never cool. seen no trailer with them in it. Where I was oh, like, what, the, what well, are monsters? The people I want to see. Yeah, like all the aliens that you see from the coven, like hey. the superior guys in it that like hover around on the 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 little things. The the video game stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're in it, and okay. they're starting to tease the swarm, but they haven't shown the swarm yet. I think there's a new episode out actually. Now I'm 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 gonna have to check that out. But I've watched I've watched two so far, and is two this out? The third is, is not coming. disappointed. Yeah, I. I think they come out every Wednesday. Because remember, Master Chief took his. Yeah, which that's something that I think that they did opposite of the Mandalorian because the Mandalorian, like, they didn't really take his. his Not so like season two, episode like five. Yeah, yeah, but it's really good. Love Halo so far. Um, I watch it once I get off. I think I'm going to watch it. It's It's on Paramount Plus, Ward. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, the Masters, man. I don't watch much golf. I wanted, I wanted to talk to Brian about this because Tiger Woods is making a run. He is coming for that. I cannot believe he oh, started geez. out decent. He was like, I think he was one under par, and he broke back to even. No, he was one over, and he broke. Back well, to even. he was at yes. even went went down and up, and then he got right. one over, and then he fought back to even, and I think he finished the day. One under, if I'm not mistaken, I didn't get to watch all of it. He went, it? he went birdie birdie par and finished one under seventy one. Okay, because the last hole I saw was like the eighth hole, and he bogeyed on the eighth hole, he which bo- was like a par five. And Correct. I was like, oh, here it comes. And so I didn't get to watch the rest. Obviously, I was trying to plan this because mm-hmm. I I was sick yesterday. I was in bed all day. I didn't get a chance to to do all the stuff I wanted to do for this podcast. Yes. So I had to get to work. <laughs> but but no. Um, he's fighting back. He's still in Reacher's, you know, grasp of maybe making some big noise in this tournament. And he's known Absolutely. for that second half okay. Saturday runs, man. But I'm just worried about his body and how he's going to feel after these 18 holes and if he's going to come Saturday and, you know, show us the old Tiger or he's going to be a little bit too worn down. Worn down, yeah. It's just kind of hard to believe for anybody. I know it is Tiger Woods, but this is the guy that, what, 14 months ago, we didn't know if he was going to play with his kids again. Well, amputating his leg was an option. That was, absolutely. And the fact that he's bounced back this this good gives me hope for him. And I don't watch much golf. I don't. But that's must-see television. I don't care who you are. You've got to watch Tiger, man. That and I've been watching Vikings, man. I started watching Vikings, the original Vikings. The original, never seen it. It. the original. And me and my girl are obsessed with it. We watch. We sit, watch episodes as much as we can. I think we're on like the uh, seventh or eighth one now. We watch them every night. Can't get enough. I'm just trying to get through the six seasons of that, then go to the <laughs> next Viking series and get through that. Like I'm in love with Ragnar, even though they're Vikings are jerks. 
<laughs> they're not they're not very good people i've uh come to find out that there's a lot of savage shit going on in the show but <laughs> it is what it is that's what vikings were back then so that's that's pretty much what i've been watching and obviously you know i the national championship game right monday Ooh, night was man. that was amazing yeah. i was so mad because i didn't watch the first half i just saw like a couple clips here and there yeah but then I turned on the second half, and I was I was like, please don't let North Carolina do this. Please. I hate North Carolina. As an Illini fan, I hate North Carolina. I didn't want to tell Rosie, but I'm not a big Purdue guy either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. But I respect him because he's a great guy. Right. All this kid does well at Purdue, except when they play Illinois. That's the only time I'm, I'm not really – thrilled about did, that but illinois actually just got a bunch huh the point guard for illinois didn't he transfer thank he god andre Curbelo transfer i think he went to like san jose you and don't like him <laughs> i can't stand him i cannot stand him you remember, I, but, i'm pretty sure hey, the world knows i don't like him either do you remember the sure year before adam miller transferred to lsu oh yeah yeah, yeah. and um the line I just got, Sky Clark, he's a top recruit. They've got like three top recruits in no, they have three different top states. Recruits. It's crazy what three they're doing three. right now. Like, Man. I love Brad Underwood as a as a recruiter. I just want him to do that as a coach now. I want him to know how to make adjustments and fit his team to what he's doing, really. But that's it for me, and guys. Bulls made the playoffs too, right? They secured the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> they in the playoffs though, right? Yeah. They're but, like the sixth seed right now. So if they seven. stay at the sixth, they're a seventh now? Watch. I thought they were sixth and they Watch. got out of the playoff game or Watch. out of the play-in game. They, remember, they lost three yeah. out of their last four games. Yeah, yeah. But I think last night, I think someone else lost and they clinched a playoff spot. lost last night. Yeah, but now they can't get any lower than the sixth seed, I believe, from what I read. And right now, as the standings sit, sit they'll be playing Milwaukee in the first round. Oh, oh a three-versus-six matchup. And they lost to Milwaukee the other night by 20. I think the last time they played them, they lost by 20-something. Pretty much any time they play a playoff team lately, they lose by 20. I think the team they... What they played Boston last night, they lost by, they got by Boston. Yeah. yeah. Any team, any top three team, I don't even think they beat a top three team in East or West this whole year. Do we they have need any, a big any predictions on the NBA? NBA. Ooh. Oh, I have a ton of them. Thousands. <laughs> wait, wait, JV. <laughs> I'll take <You> started. <laughs> we need a hot take. Do we need to do this now or are we gonna wait? Just pick one. Can you just pick one? Run it. Right, okay. AB. <laughs> My bad, AB. <laughs> no, 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 it's all good. No, it's all good. I love it. It's, it's, a repeat, it's a repeat of Milwaukee Phoenix. I can see that. It's yeah. a repeat. I can see that. Milwaukee I can. Um, the only thing, man, Kevin Durant is just carrying the Nets. And though, that's man. all they got. He is just carrying. I mean, if Kyrie Irving can come back, and be half of himself, I think they got a good shot, man. But they're seven, and if one of those games, 
ends up being in Toronto, Kyrie can't play. Yeah, that's true. I didn't. I forgot about that. He's not back. There's actually supposedly more players. Um, I I heard Boston actually has a bunch of guys too that aren't vaccinated, but they're like hush hush about it. Yeah, three of them, and cool. one of them's Jason Tatum. Yes, yeah. well, Robert Williams. Was one Everyone's of them quiet got, about that. Yeah, yeah it, and the fact that they lost Robert Williams, I I can't see them getting anywhere with Robin Williams. I think they could have made at least the Eastern Conference Finals, if 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 not farther. Absolutely. Miami, eh. I didn't really think Miami was much anyway coming in the year. Like Miami's just kind of this rough defensive team that just can't really score the way that I I thought they would this year. The Bulls, man. Sixers, no, not the Sixers. The Sixers, Embiid is great, but Harden's really putting a crush on that team. That's what we say in Houston about Harden. <laughs> See, see I not, have a random. I'm not that far off work. Exactly. I said he's a great season player. Yeah. But he's like out of shape still, even though, man. Like he's still out of shape. He's still not like healthy the way that, that he should be at this point. And man, like he's just not the same guy to me. And he's a crutch for that team. Look at what they gave up for him. I mean, they lost some big players on that team. They lost Drummond. They lost um Seth Curry. Seth Curry. Mm. They had another guy in there too. I thought they lost a couple first round picks. They, like they lost Ben Simmons, and they're gonna turn around and pay that dude like two hundred some million dollars Check this next out. year. And Check this out. they're never gonna be any better. Right now, it's presently constructed. If your MVP is Joel Embiid, we cannot fight that. Yeah, playoff wise. James Harden has never shot over 40% from the three. Oh, well, we know. He's never <laughs> shot over 40%. Warwick knows more than we do about know. that. Come on, Warwick. You know, this is my. This is you my know, Houston, Houston dealt with that for a couple years. We didn't watch that. Oh, my God. Him and Chris Paul had the best shot at that. And whenever Chris Paul went down in that game, Dang. that was it. That was the end of, Again, of Harden's game. This is why I say Milwaukee versus Brooklyn. Eastern Conference Finals. What about Western Conference? Oh, Phoenix and Memphis. Yeah, yeah. come on, Warren. Memphis come on, Warren. Warren. Come you on. Know Memphis is like twenty and two John without Moran John Moran. Is back next week. He'll be back next They're week. They're like twenty and two without him. Twenty they don't even need him. Well, so that's still think, crazy. That's nuts. You don't think Memphis could beat Phoenix? And get to the? I don't think they're ready for it. I don't think they're ready for it. Wait, in the Western Conference Finals. Think so? I don't. Think I say so. I say four two, Phoenix four two Phoenix. It's fair. Like Phoenix, um, you can't really say Golden State anymore because Steph Curry's. I think Memphis kind of peaked up before they were supposed to, and they won all those games without Ja. But when yeah. Ja comes back, like that's that's different. Yeah. Scott Hopkins has Lakers blow to the night. Lakers <laughs> missing the playoffs. <laughs> Harden yeah, dragging his teams down is finally the end of the super team era. Is it the end of the super team era? That's a that's a valid question because if you think about it, like more of like the solid teams aren't really super teams. Look at Phoenix, just like you said, JB Phoenix. Phoenix. You know, you can say that 
Milwaukee isn't really a super team either. They have Giannis. They've got Chris yeah, Middleton. No, they're a, they're a, a decent team. guy. They're an actual team. Yeah. yeah. But you don't see like the juggernaut super teams being really favorites right now. I mean, obviously, you don't know what Ben Simmons is going to be. He's not coming back this year. He's going to be back next year. But outside of that, like, no, I don't think super teams, I think super teams are done at least for now and it's not even that like the fact that they're done it's the fact that i don't think they know how to pair other players together right, anymore right. really cuz like well financially i don't think you could do the pairings like you thought you could well i mean Russell Westbrook is making 40 43 million ridiculous what he's making that guy isn't worth he's anything he's like the and, top in and, the league Everybody wants to sit and go, oh, LeBron James is the greatest ever. Well, you know, LeBron James is the reason why they didn't sign a DeMar DeRozan and Alex Caruso back and instead traded for Russell Westbrook. He's the reason for that. So you want to put him in that category of the best ever. Well, the best ever guys don't lobby their freaking organizations to go out and get players like that and just completely bury this organization and i bet you anything he's probably gonna bounce i bet you he's just the guy with steph curry they were saying like you. trying to get with steph curry oh, like, I, he's been steph said no. yeah steph and, said no and steph thank god no. for steph saying that because like steph is like you can say what you want about michael jordan say what you want about him and yes he can't run a team that well i mean yeah he got one of the ball brothers, they're a decent team. They're better. They're better. They're better, but he couldn't build a team at like at all. Like they were bottom barrel for a long time. And the fact that he couldn't do it, but he didn't do it whenever he was a player. He let them run the organization. There you right? go. That's the difference for me is that you've got a Michael Jordan who just let them do their thing. Yeah, he might say something here or there, but he's not gonna just overthrow the whole Organization, you know. I'm gonna shut down the whole pod right now. Michael Jordan, you're the Lakers, (laughs) and you want to win. LeBron is in his fourth year. If you have rights to him, you have to trade him. Yeah. If you don't, the Lakers won't win for six years. Well. He said that whenever his son comes in the league, he wants to play with his son. His son is not that good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guess what might happen because of his son? His son might be a first-round talent now because he's probably going to find out that, oh, guess what? I urge both of you to look at his son's number. He's not that good. He's only in high school, though, still. I mean, junior. Oh, he's a junior? Oh, okay. I thought he was a <laughs> Okay. We'll give him another year. Let's give him another year before. What you saying, JB? Because his last name is James? Because he, he that's the him. reason. That's the exact reason. Let me take you back. We loved Master P, right? Right. Make him say, uh. Did you know Master P had two sons playing Division One yes. basketball? Yes. One of them and was really knew. good, too. Um, what's Ward, did you know? No, I didn't know that. I know Master you P. One of them. Is one was Nickelodeon. good too. I can't remember his name. Romeo Miller. Romeo. Lil he was Romeo. On Nickelodeon. Yeah, Lil Romeo played for USC. Yeah. Oh, damn. 
Guess who his second son is? That one I don't remember. Percy Miller played for Tennessee State. Oh, okay. He's in the transfer portal right now. Oh, nice. Geez. Come on over to Illinois. My point <laughs> is, there are guys that are dogs better than Bronny James. I got you. Okay. But well, you don't hear it because if you don't do your due diligence and dig into it, you'll just be like, oh, well, LeBron's going to play for the Knicks. So is his son. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> well, that's kind of like the win. other ball brother. Like everybody was up on the other ball brother forever, not Lamelo or Lonzo, You're but the other about, kid. Um, Angelo. Leangelo. Leangelo Ball. And like he, right. he he had like a small stint with the Pistons, I think. Yes. But other than that, he's really not he's a non-factor. I think he might be a G League guy. Another guy, Bears related. I'm sorry, fans. Ladarius Mack. Oh, yes. <laughs> I didn't I didn't buy on that one from day I'm sorry one. What you know about him, AB? Still it's a Bears show. Of course a- I know about him. I'm a Bears guy, but <laughs> I and he's still on the roster. Actually, we're gonna talk about him during our line coach or our, our line coach, our line show. Yes, coming up in a couple weeks. Hopefully, we can get all that done now. I I know this this show kind of put a wrench in our draft stuff, but I say it was worth it. <laughs> it was it was more than worth it. So we we might have to skip a couple draft shows. Might have to talk some other stuff here and there. Since it, worth, it is it the slow it. season right now, but right. we always have time for for Brian Erlacher. Yeah. We always have time for these guys, and we might have more coming too. So yeah. just stay tuned to that. So that you guys got any other closing thoughts? Anything at all? You want to? I just want to say thank you for. Making that contact with Brian, like that was. <laughs> I did that for you. This is a, this is a personal thank you to y'all for making that contact and like, well, I got to actually talk to him, and that just felt like us sitting in the locker room again, just talking noise to each other, man. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, I like, love the locker room talk. Like, somebody, somebody in the chat early. I wish I could find it. I don't know exactly where it was, but somebody brought up like, like I was. I was sitting there like, like I was like kind of a fangirl, like, <laughs> like like nervous, not saying anything. That was a part of it, but the other part of it to me was like, you just got to sit back and just let these guys cook, man. Like, yes, get out of the way and just let the guys cook, and that's exactly what we did tonight. Yeah. And I would do it any time of the week. I don't care. That's this is the least amount I've ever spoken <laughs> on a podcast. Of all time, and I'm not even mad about it. And that's what I was gonna say. I was I was gonna oh. say, like, man, thank you for like just letting us kind of like oh do your thing. Oh, like 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 I knew I, I was trying to get some football questions, but man, like that's just how it's just. I like, had a bunch you did, of you did, you did. We just we I had a bunch of them that I wanted other. to ask, and I'm like, oh shit, he's gonna leave. Like we don't have enough time for everything. Like and I you got like, you got think I haven't seen I I literally haven't seen Erlaga since I went to the. uh the championship game against Green Bay when I saw him. And that was the Caitlin Haney game. That was a painful day. What what year was that? It helped me out. If it was the Caitlin Haney game, that was 20, I was going to say 10 or 11. Yeah, it was something like that. I was was in Briner like a suite, and the Bears was winning. I was like, oh, the Bears are going to go. Jay Cutler got hurt. Yeah. And I haven't seen Brian since then. 
and just to see him and we just talked. Well, that's, that's ten. That's ten years at least. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was 2010. <laughs> Our buddy Chris Lenz asks about the Warwick's pimp poster behind you, and you missed the beginning of the podcast apparently because he brought that up. That's an inside joke between them. Yeah, that's uh, Rosie. That's yeah. Prince of King from Coming to America. That's Rosie's yeah. favorite movie. I was roommates on the road with Rosie in the hotel, and he watched that movie every road game. And he know the movie word for word. So I was like, I had to put this up. Because I have a bunch of movie posters that I had hand-painted. It's like a hand-painted poster. That's an awesome photo, mm-hmm. though. Like, I think I had a Terminator. I got the Matrix. Yeah. And I was, oh, I was going to bring them out just periodically. Yeah, that's awesome. I like But that. I knew Rosie was coming on, so I was like. Yes, kind of like me. Hot. That's hot. That's hot. You're kind of like me with like Brian Erlacher having all the different hats I put on all the time. You just have a bunch of paintings that you throw right. up randomly. That's, that's awesome. awesome. All the movies I love. I like got a bunch of movies. So but, that's what that was. I just say I have to hang up the coming to America hand painted painting of Prince <laughs> King. And Rosie you know, every word, he would know every he watched the movie every road game. I would sit there like, bro, you don't have one other movie. Like one other movie. <laughs> Like we gotta watch. He was every- probably so hyped about the second one coming out. Then he was probably like yeah. insane. But no, nah, that was no. Nah, this actually was kind of. This was like special because it was just like, man, these are like my brothers and like, like Absolutely. I said, we came in green. When Brian came in next year, we were still green. We were still like trying to figure out this NFL. Yeah, I was say that first two three years, y'all was still learning. We actually yeah. developed together. That's why I say it was never like me and Rose is like Brian or like our pup or. Shut up, rookie. Like, we was like, we rookies too. And our coach, Dale yeah. Lindsay, would tell us, like, all three of y'all don't know nothing. Y'all like dumb, 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 and dumber. He would make up something about us. But we just jailed together, just like we were on this podcast. We talked. Yeah. We made, we had dreams. We competed. I always tried to be Erlach in tackles. That's what, that's what fueled me. Fueled me to make tackles. Competitive like, nature. I'm going to beat you in the stat sheet. And they're like, aha, no, you ain't. Rosie, I want I want to ha- I want to lead the team in sacks. So we just always competed and wanted to be good. And we and it didn't just develop into like a, a genuine friendship, like where we just like actually we actually cool with each other. Like you see, y'all, y'all actually fuck with each other. Y'all actually <laughs> mess with each other. That's what I was finna- I want to say that too. We actually cool, <laughs> not just like football, not just like we play football. Like we actually could sit and have a drink, talk, laugh. Me and Rosie even cooler. Just because we came in together and we basically, like I said, I, always, made, yeah. I could always walk to Rosie's house, like wherever I lived in. When we moved, Waukegan, Lake Forest, I just always lived that far. So that's why I say, man, this was this was actually special. And I was looking forward to this when I first heard about it. I thought it was an April Fool's joke. <laughs> you know what? Though so, be funny. <laughs> I remember when I first messaged him, and it it was a verified account. I still couldn't believe it. I was like, this can't be him. I'm right. like, not really. And then he's given me his email and his phone number. I'm like, this can't be him. Come on. And then he's texting me back and forth like a bro. And I'm like, this can't be him. There's no way this is this guy. Him and I sat and joked around about, I told him that, and this is a little inside thing, that we always take the red pill here. And he was confused what I meant by that. He's like, what do you mean red pill? I'm like, have you ever seen the Matrix? He's like, no. I'm like, are you serious right now? I'm like, Brian, you've never seen the Matrix. That's that's like our call. I know. And (laughs) 
I wanted to I wanted to talk to him about it, but like I said, I was getting out of the way. Right. But I'm like, how have you never seen the Matrix? He's like, everybody tells me that I need to see it, but I just haven't. I'm like, bro, get on the program, dude. Come on, where are you, man? You're living the life of retirement. Go sit and watch a movie with cows, <laughs> with cows and donkeys and chickens. Yeah, <laughs> chickens, man. But no, nah, like, I, I was like, this is special. Just sit here and what? think. Just after this over with, I want us to sit back and think that we just had a podcast laughing and telling stories with having a good with a Hall of Fame linebacker, a Hall of Fame linebacker, and a two-time Super Bowl champion. Yeah. And Think about it. Like, you part, remember just, the like, Warwick. On one podcast. <laughs> yeah, but you also remember what Brian said, and I believe this 100%. He said that you all got him there. That's all your guys' victory right, for right. for all the work that you put in with him, absolutely said him getting there, the way that the way that Rosie had his back, brought him up whenever he was a rookie. You guys helped him get to that point, and he knows that. And I'm telling you guys, I forgot how much I loved him as a player and how much he was a team guy, and he was always respectful right. to his coaching to the former players he's more interested in hearing about you guys than he is about talking about himself he said he said that he said that that little promo i made today was the first time he'd heard his hall of fame speech since he'd actually made it that's crazy like that's how much he he is completely selfless on himself and only cares about you guys man i gotta say thank you yeah. Thank you to Brian for that. Yeah. Thank you to Rosie. This was awesome. Well, we going we got to do better. We, we did this for you, gotta... Warwick, and we did this for our fans, our local fans who have been there with us. We're on our way. We're trying here, guys. We're gonna keep doing what we can do for you. And thank you to everybody who's watched tonight. But we're gonna we're gonna cut out of here because I need to go watch Vikings and Warwick <laughs> needs to go and watch Halo. You've right. got to go see Halo. I'm actually gonna go see if the third one's out because I need to. I just have to watch that. It, it's just right. so good. It's amazing. But thank you guys and thank you to all of our sponsors who came in tonight. Our sponsors, Nick and Ivy Brewery. I love that helmet. I love it. The John Darren team out in Homer Glen and our new one, Fozzie Football. Guys, remember, look up the promo code. It's Bears fans with a brain. You can get a nice 10% off your order. Thank you to everybody again. Awesome, awesome, awesome show. And we've got more stuff this week, guys. Remember, we've got tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, we've got Harry the Greek with the over-under. We also have... I got to get back on track here. Sorry, guys. Saturday at at 7 p.m., we've got Mike on the mic with my buddy Mike Hughes. He does a great job, breaks down a bunch of different games, bowls, you name it. He's talking about it. He's a baseball genius. This kid has forgotten more baseball than I could remember. He works for the Cubs even. He knows what he's doing. Sunday at 9 a.m., we've got the Hard Count Football Podcast with my guy Jacob Charnow and also Harry the Greek. Does a great job on there, breaking down all the moves that's going around the whole NFL spectrum. Guys, make sure to check that out. Sunday at 8.30 p.m., we've got Mr. David Schuster with the Schuster Express, guys. 
breaking down the weekend in sports. Probably going to talk a lot of Masters with that because I think he's a big golf guy too. Monday night at 7 p.m. I'm going to produce this one. My buddy Fred Hubner, formerly from ESPN 1000 with Hubes Views and Brews. Guys, he breaks down whatever's going on. Probably a lot of White Sox with him. He's a big White Sox guy. And we we just got press passes for the White Sox, too, as well, for 1252. So might be going to some White Sox games here and there. So make sure that you check out that. And, of course, on Wednesday, we've got the Fat Mike show with my guy, Fat Mike, bringing it down every week guys so for me my brothers here warwick and jb you have a great night and bear down